When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. National Football Show. Welcome aboard here. And how you doing? Oh, my goodness me. Where are we going today? By the way, it's Turkey Day week. You see, I want to give you a little insight on how Big Sills um, goes about his week. There's no such thing as Thanksgiving Day. It's Thanksgiving week. It's Big Sills' birthday week. And... It's also Christmas week. And so how we're going to celebrate, we're going to have Turkey Day on Thursday, and then on Friday, Big Sales Marathon from noon until 6 Eastern. It is all Big Sales, you and me, and a couple special guests. Craig Carton's already, he's already um, said, when do you want me? I'm trying to figure it out. He goes, Sills, I'd love to come on the program. I said, great. Fantastic. Phil Sims, working on coming on the program on Friday. Philly 500, my boy, you. God knows what's going to happen. I could be completely loopy by the end of this thing. I have no idea. We're going to have a boatload of folks with us, too. Would you guys like Joy Taylor? How you like that? Hey, and do me a favor. For some of you morons out there, behave yourself, okay? Joy's a friend of mine. So Big Seals is working on having Joy jump aboard with me on Friday, too. She's going to try to find time. She does the new show, Now Speak for Yourself. So do me a favor, okay? <laughs> Relax. Be nice. Just be nice. All right, man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Don't forget. Day after Turkey Day, man. Those Turkey Day games are pretty good, too. There's a lot of college football this week and also NFL games. And we'll get you ready for Packers and Eagles also on Sunday. So thanks, you guys, for coming aboard here today, too. It is Thanksgiving Eve. We appreciate everybody. You know what I'm thankful for? I'm thankful for being an American and an American sports fan. There's no place in the country I can do this. There's no place in the country where we can have a forum to go back and forth and talk shit to one another and nobody gets their panties in a bind because it's sports. That's the beautiful thing about our platform. This is not politics. This is not anything to it. But you know what? To me, sometimes sports has more passion than politics. 
How many people out there care more about the Eagles than what's going on in the political landscape? People that watch this program every single day, you guys care more about the Eagles or about the Bills or about your favorite football team than you do about the political landscape and what's going on in this country. I know I do. Worrying about a bridge being built in San Francisco, I could care less. Worrying about what the Eagles are going to do with their two number one picks. Sills, where are we going? <laughs> what about the bridge in San Francisco? Hey, F the bridge. I care more about the two draft choices. I get it. <laughs> I get it, right? Bill's on upset, upset alert. Eagles on upset alert. Are the Eagles on upset alert? It's the first decent quarterback you're playing all year. I mean, are the Eagles on upset alert? Got a pretty good secondary. You got a great quarterback. First ballot Hall of Famer. You got a hell of a running game. I don't know. Upset alert, Eagles, Packers, Sunday night. <laughs> oh, man. Holy cow. So, yeah, we're going to hit on that here in a minute. By the way, let's get to the topics. We have we have a boatload of stuff to hit on. My college football poll. Derek Gunn's going to join us, by the way, from Sports Take at the bottom of this hour. My MVP race. How you doing? Where's your boy in it? The Thursday games. We're going to look at those. College and pro games this week for week 12. And the Heisman race. I haven't done this. I want to get you guys' thoughts on this because I have a Heisman trophy vote. Okay, so we're going to go around that line there too. <laughs> hey, Xander's like this second day in a row. Ain't sent the guest. <laughs> get it together, big sales. Hey, I apologize there. Derek Gunn, bottom of the hour, will join us here on the National Football Show. Appreciate everyone coming in here. By the way, man, D. Gunn is like some sort of like, he's a holiday maverick. He is a holiday maverick. This guy, man, I mean, he's up this morning. He's getting his house ready. See, I have a rule. Can I ask, the, before we get into our sports topics, do you agree here? The tree don't go up until the day after Turkey Day. You can't put your tree up until after Turkey Day. You got to get through one holiday first. Right? The tree the tree don't go up until Friday. That's my rule. I got a rule. You don't put the tree up. You don't start talking really Christmas. You may put some lights on. Okay? But you don't put the tree up until Friday. All right? No Christmas. Xander's 100% agreed. You, you, you don't start dealing with Christmas until you start with the grub. The, I mean, Thanksgiving's one of the greatest eating days. Now, look, again, I get it. Christmas Eve, Italians, all the fish we eat, that's another separate story there, too. Okay, I get it. Christmas Day. You know, the least kind of eating day for us and our family's always been Christmas Day. It's always like Christmas Eve and Thanksgiving. Dude, tree does not go up. The tree goes up after the meal. M. Reyes. I don't know, man. I could debate that. I could debate that. 
JM, wife makes me do lights, windows, and tree on Friday. See, I'm with you, man. See, I think that's an East Coast thing, too. You know the snowflakes on the West Coast, man. They got Christmas trees up in July. <laughs> hey, can I get something for free? <laughs> they got their trees up in July in L.A. Why is your Christmas tree up and your Christmas lights on in July? It's Christmas every day out here. I bet it is. You seen your electric bill, dude? <laughs> right? Have you seen your electric bill? They want you to have Christmas. All right. So Jonathan Gannon, according to Nick Sirianni, the NFL assistant coach of the year, Jonathan Gannon versus Aaron Rodgers. How are you feeling about that? How will his defense perform against Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones? How is he going to get to this guy? I think the Eagles should be on upset alert. I have not seen Jonathan Gannon stop anybody like this yet as a defensive coordinator to Philadelphia Eagles. What, what quarterback has he stopped that has been a high-profile quarterback? Kirk Cousins? Name me one. One. Give me one. It's funny. 91 says Aaron Rodgers is done. Let's take a look at that and show you how idiotic that comment is. Aaron Rodgers' stats, 2022. He's got 19 touchdown passes, 2,600 yards throwing the ball, and he's got a 93 quarterback rating. So let's do this. Let's put this out and see what he's going to throw for this year. And he's on target for 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, 65 completion percentage, if that's sorry ass, I'll take it. It's on pace for 30 touchdowns. You think he's saw you think he's sorry? I don't. And and it's not like your coordinator is Buddy Ryan. <laughs> okay? It's not like he's how is he stopping him? So you're gonna play that soft umbrella coverage against Aaron Rodgers without Avante Maddox being back there and not getting to the quarterback, you're going to have that entire middle of the field open for Aaron Rodgers. And you don't think he's not going to be able to move the ball. I don't believe that. Paul, happy Thanksgiving to you too, brother. Name me a quarterback Jonathan Gannon's beaten in two years. One. With that kind of reputation. Slay? Uh, Not very good lately. Sorry. The only other guy getting murdered over the last couple uh, weeks has been Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey's been getting killed. Rodgers will be humiliated? Okay. You have not humiliated one of these quarterbacks yet. 
Matt Ryan almost beat you. Tyler Heineke did. <laughs> Tyler Heineke. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I like saying that. Tyler Heineke. <laughs> and you lost to Daniel Jones a year ago. Fabulous. But you're going you're gonna to shut down Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I do not. I do not believe it. How are you shutting Aaron Rodgers down? With who? Who are you shutting Aaron Rodgers down with? Hassan! (laughs) Who are you shutting Aaron Rodgers down with? Who are you shutting him down with? We're not worried about Aaron Rodgers this year, man. Really? You're just worried about Cooper Rush and Hassan! Hassan coming off the edge. Okay, what's up, Maniac? Yes, sir. Eagles on upset alert. Shit, you struggled against the Colts. This team's better. Sue, two sacks on Rodgers. They got a little bit of a thing. You're right there, Showtime. They got a little bit of a um, history together when he was in Detroit. That's a true statement. Stop hating, Sills. I'm not hating. I'm just talking about a great quarterback versus your shitty DC. Now, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring this up with Derek Gunn at the bottom of the hour here. And you know what? I got to tell you, I, 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 think, I think you guys may be onto something here. Maybe, maybe it's just, oh, man, Dan, get off my lawn stuff. And today's NFL defensive coordinators... You're just not going to see aggressive coordinators any longer. Okay? And I've been bringing this up for the last couple weeks. I think teams are starting to catch up with what the Eagles are doing, especially with the injuries. 8-5. Niners lost to three shit teams. They're not that team. Oh, they're totally that team. They got a better offense than you. 85, you don't have a better offense than the 49ers. Sorry. Maybe not even the Cowboys. Maybe not even the Cowboys. Seals drinking the Haterade. Like Philly 500 drinks is eggnog. Not drinking Haterade. You have to prove. You see, here's the difference, my friend. To me, you have to prove it to me. You guys like to think it. Hey, man, I think. We're going to be able to stop Aaron Rodgers. You haven't. You haven't stopped a quarterback like that yet. That's right, my friend. Niners all day. Pre-McCaffrey, buddy. Pre, hey, Debo Samuel, too. And McCaffrey on the field with Kittle. Oh, oh. Trent Williams, the best tackle in the game. Oh, you know, I would say this to you, that the 49ers probably have the best combo of linemen in the league between Trent Williams and Joey, Bo- or excuse me, Nick Bozum. How you doing? Jeff goes, Sills is always on the Cowboys sack. I ha- did I bring the Cowboys up? Oh, I think for a second I did. The Eagles O shows up. The D takes advantage of the Packers' old line and disrupts them. The win, says Ravioli. <laughs> Turkey stuffing 
and rat poison. <laughs> Don't believe the rat poison. That's what Jalen and Coach Saban say. By the way, how funny is it watching Alabama move up the polls? What are they now, sixth? <laughs> yeah. Hey, let me just say this to you, man. I don't know why I keep seeing this. Bama in the final four. I don't, and a two-loss Bama team. And I don't know, man. I, 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 don't, I still some things are going to play itself out here. Cilio serving peak. I love pecan pie and rat poison. It's okay, ravioli. I hear you, Bubba. Sills needs to wipe his mouth from all those. <laughs> Niners are for real. They will be contenders, but I still say Eagles take the NFC. Yo, Michael, how you doing, man? Happy holidays to you. Okay. You have a real cringy ass laugh. Thank you, Eagle fan. I think it fits Philly perfect. <laughs> I could be one of those stiffs that have a fake laugh on the radio at IP or over at the Fanatic. <laughs> you want a fake laugh? Sorry, dude. I'm not very good at phony laughs. My wife used to always tell me, too, don't have fake laughs, man. People know it. <laughs> you know the fake laugh guy. He's obnoxious. It's not funny. Everything somebody says is not funny. <laughs> oh, Sills, I agree with a lot of what you say, but understand this. We have shown that we can be pretty good. This is a crappy team that is learning how to – a scrappy team that is learning how to win. Agreed. Hey, Ravi, agreed. Agreed. I think that win last week against the Colts is a big step in that conversation on what you're talking about. Hey, man, you're going to learn more from what you did, Ravi, in that Colts game than having everything go your way. To me, that was a big deal. I, I, I mean it. I think that game with the Colts, the coaches aside – Okay, and the shitty coaching that was aside, um, I think the players really did a great job, and they'll file that away. They'll file that away. When you're not playing well, things aren't going great, you got a guy on the offensive side that stepped up, you brought two. Hey, by the way, one more time. I'm not sold that Sue and Joseph are going to stop the run on a consistent basis yet. They stopped the run with the Colts. That doesn't mean... This is going to work all the rest of the way out for these seven games. We got to see it. Consistency is a major part of this. If we haven't noticed that over the last couple of weeks, let's see how this plays out. Because you know why? Offensive coordinators are going to figure that out too. When they've got those personnel in there, they're going to do something else. And when you got Aaron Rodgers and you think you're going to play a 50 front on Aaron Rodgers and you're going to have one get – so are you really going to do this? Are you really going to do this? You're going to take one less guy out in the, in the secondary against Aaron Rodgers to play that 50 front. I want to see that. I want to see that. You've got to play games with Rodgers here. I'm, we're going to talk about how to defend him. Sills, what does Gannon and the Eagles defense need to do? Perfect. Chalk it up, sports. That's what we're going to talk about here in a second. How to defend Aaron Rodgers. It's, absolutely, there is a way to defend him. 
Okay? You've got to defend this guy. You, so you're going to put another guy in the box and one less guy in the secondary against Aaron Rodgers. Really? So you're going to make Aaron Rodgers when Aaron Rodgers can beat you. He can beat you. Do I think the Eagles, watch this, hang on, hang on before you get nutty. Are the Eagles better? Absolutely. Do the Eagles have a better coach? Dude, this guy, Matt LaFleur, I, I, I'm sorry, I've never been there with him. And if you look at his wins, you would look at me and go, Sills, he's got one of the greatest win percentages. Well, when you've got number 12, you're going to. But you get him in critical game situations, take a look at his postseason. You think Aaron Rodgers has shit the bed? How about him as a coach? He's right there with him. It ain't all on Rodgers. Going for field goals, doing that shit, taking the ball out of the hands. I mean, a lot of that's on him. I don't think he's a very aggressive coach. I think he's overrated. I think, watch this. I think Dan Campbell's a better coach. Dan Campbell's doing more with less. You got Aaron Rodgers. Hey, you got Aaron Rodgers. Mike McCarthy and Matt LaFleur have basically had Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre for 33 years. And they've won two Super Bowls underachieving like a maniac in Green Bay underachieving at least in San Francisco when you had Young in Montana they won five Super Bowls those guys at least came through I mean where are you well we won a lot of regular season games and Dallas barely got pressure against Green Bay Yeah, because they did the thing that was the smartest thing to do, and that was run the ball on Dallas. Philiopolis says, Packers' skilled positions are nowhere near as good enough to compete with our defense. Your defense and your coverages have not been anything to write home about, my friend. Okay? I mean, you're you're the worst tackling team in the league. You're still the worst tackling team in the league. And you've got a first ballot Hall of Famer. Could be consensus going into the Hall of Fame. Dude, this ain't going to be some easy game for you, man. This is not going to be an easy game. I can't wait to talk to D. Gunn. This is not going to be what you think. If you struggled the last four weeks, you have, against David Mills, Matt Ryan, Tyler Heineke, Kenny Pickett. When's he get a whole load of Aaron Rodgers? So you think the quarterback play is going to go down or up when you play that guy Sunday night? Eagles secondary, number one in the league. There you go. And you know why? Because you've played David Mills. Because you've played Matt Ryan. Because you've played Tyler Heineke. Because you've played some of these stiffs. 
You've got to have played some of the worst quarterbacks of any team I have ever seen in a 9-1 start. Kirk Cousins is your number one guy. Cooper Rush. Oh, how funny is that? You ain't playing against elite guys, dog. And plus, you know why you're number one in, against the pass? Because they've run the ball down your throat. That's why you're 24th against the rush. Or 20th against the rush. Why would I have to throw the ball when I can run the ball down your throat? Seals, what if we beat the Packers as good as the Cowboys beat the Vikings? Watch this, Joseph. Congratulations. You're taking care of business. Hey, and Joseph, this ain't on the players. I'm wondering about the coaches. You know, emotional Nick. (laughs) So did the Rams last year, the entire season, they beat Cupcakes. What do you mean, like the Bucks? You mean you mean like the Bucks and the Cowboys? Okay, really? <laughs> like the Bucks and the Cow? Okay. These troll takes are. Oh yeah, okay. Struggling against the Colts. <laughs> Keep it up, baby. Yeah, nine and one, Dan. Stop. Nobody's hating. Oh no. I said it again, Brian. Brian, you're better. That don't always mean winning. You're better than Green Bay. Oh, no. You're taking it wrong, Brian. I want it to land here. I want to see this coaching staff get through this gauntlet of running backs. We'll see if Joseph and Sue are consistent. You don't know that yet. I don't know that yet. I have no idea yet. None. And nor do you. So we're going to see. We'll find out. But but the problem that you have in this game, you're not playing against Matt Ryan and Tyler Heineke. You're playing against a superior quarterback to them guys. And if you think you're going to take one less guy out of the secondary and you're going to have one more guy in that 50 front, and you're going to allow that open dynamic in the middle of the zone with the soft zone coverages that Jay, that Jonathan Gannon plays, he'll eat you alive. That's who he is. This, this is going to be a 60-minute ball game. It's going to be a 60-minute ball game. If Matt Ryan could push it to the limit, you don't think Aaron Rodgers is? Or you think now Matt Ryan's a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers? Okay. Okay. So at this point, Jalen Hurts is no longer the question mark. Absolutely. It's now about the coaches. Here we go. And I'd love to hear that tone. Tone's throwing this out here. What's good, Omar? You know, maybe I should wait until after we get D-Gun on to tell you how I would defend Aaron Rodgers. Because I think 49ers did a good job against him. And I think that the Ravens, excuse me, Kansas City did a good job against guys like Garoppolo and players like that. And there's a little bit of that fundamental in there on how San Francisco took care of 
Aaron Rodgers. So I I I, I want to get a little bit more because I want to get I want to I want to bring this up with with D Gun here. See, I think you've got a complex issue here. Aaron Jones is a good running back. Okay, he's a good running back. He's going to be a thousand yard rusher this year, and he's going to be he's going to have some pretty good numbers this year. The problem that you're going to have is, are you going to be able to keep bringing in and out personnel? How are you going to do that? Because when you go to a forefront, the Philadelphia Eagles get destroyed. And if you play forefront, and you're, I think, going to have to play some of that versus Rodgers, because I think the biggest threat with Green Bay against the Eagles will be Rodgers throwing into that empty zone. That's where I think the biggest concern is. You guys did, watch this. You guys weren't concerned. The Eagles were not concerned about Matt Ryan and Michael Pittman last week. They weren't concerned that that guy was going to win ball games, throwing the ball down the field. Why would you be? But you got to be concerned about a guy in Rodgers who's still putting up significant numbers. He's on pace for 30, 30 touchdowns. He's on pace for 4,000 passing yards. You know what's crazy about Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers' bad year is 4,200 yards, 30 touchdowns, and seven picks. Do you understand that? That's a down year for him. And that's a career year for most people. Philiopolis goes, not scared of the old hippie. Well, you got scared of the Matt Ryan. <laughs> And the Tyler Heineke's hey, and the Daniel Joneses. Those guys have all beaten you. Heineke and Jones have beaten you. This is going to be interesting because I'm going to tell you again, I heard Derek Gunn say this a couple days ago. If that Philadelphia Eagle drops into that forefront, they're going to get killed in that forefront against the Packers. And if you think you're going to put a five front in there and have an open zone for Aaron Rodgers in the middle there without having Avante Maddox back there as a, as a center fielder for you, and you're going to keep that thing open like that, Rodgers will pick you apart. This is not Tyler Heineke and Matt Ryan. This, th- this is going to be a closer game than you think, folks, because you're in a dilemma here with the how you're going to defend Aaron Rodgers. It's the best quarterback that you'll play all year. Barring Jack does anything crazy Christmas Eve, it's the best guy you're going to play. And he sees all of this. So if you're out of that 50 front, Rodgers is going to see that immediately. And what? They're going to go to that empty zone in there. But we got more pressing issues here. We got more pressing issues with Derek Gunn as we bring him in from Sports Take here. I'll tell you, my friend, I have never seen a man <laughs> who prepares for the holidays. And by the way, you're the coach when it comes to preparing for the holidays. Uh, my wife is the one with the Christmas things on top of the house, and I've got to hold the ladder. And she's the Clark Griswold. She's the cook. She's this and that. Dude, grills, um, the food, you're not a conventional turkey maker. I mean uh... – What's a D gun favorite when it comes to a Thanksgiving turkey? Uh, you know what? I've been asked that question so many times. I cannot honestly give you a definitive answer because, Sills, I have 
I have five different type grills on my patio deck. Plus I have a deep fryer and an air fryer as well. So that's like seven different options to, to, uh, um, to, 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 to uh, combat. So every year when we do a Turkey, it starts with, so how are we doing it this year? That's the great debate between my wife and I, and we decided we're going to air fryer this one this year. Okay. Um, we, I can't even tell you the last time we did a traditional oven, oven turkey. You know, we love oven turkey, but dude, the smoke turkey is phenomenal. Deep fryer turkey is phenomenal. Air fryer turkey is phenomenal. Um, and so we just decided we, uh, we're going to go with the, the charbroil air fryer this year. Um, instead, I would like to do my big green egg smoker and smoke the turkey. But that process sometimes, de- depending on the size of the bird, takes anywhere from six to eight hours to do. Now, if I spatchcock it, which is basically you cut that breastbone out of the turkey, you flatten the bird down, you can you can do a turkey in like two hours. But I don't want to I don't want to spatchcock it. I want to keep those juices more in there. And so I'm going to go with an air fryer this year. And and I made a mistake. I bought a 20 pound bird last week, and my wife reminded me the air fryer is only good for a 15 pound bird. So she went out and bought a 12 pound bird yesterday. So we're going to do the 12 pounder for like. 10 adults and, and three small kids. So like Picasso here, listening to Picasso, get ready to go with the <laughs> canvas. I, I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm going, I'm like, holy cow, this is like Picasso. You see, I got fired from the Traeger. Why? Because I, I didn't understand. And my wife fired me. I'll tell you how. Cause so I decided to take the pellets that were, you know, after the pellets get used up. Yeah. I, I, I scoop them out and I put them in a brown paper. Not, no, I put them in a cardboard box. Okay. And so, you know, we, ha- we have a, um, a, a fireplace and I go lay on the couch and my wife comes <laughs> home from cooking and she goes, why is the backyard on fire? What? And I go, what? She's like, did you clean out the Traeger and put it in a... I go, yeah. She goes, did you not know that those pellets are hot? The entire backyard, the canopy, the awning, we had two, we had two plastic barrels giant barrels oh. completely burned to the ground my wife goes you'll never do anything ever again oh. dude i'm a disaster with this are you serious that's a oh no-no dude, dude. I, tra- I, I am barred from touching the traeger wow uh and i have a traeger also uh but the traeger, oh, really? yeah, a, <laughs> here's the thing sales my schedule has been so crazy you've been trying to get me on your show for so long I do the show noon to three, and then at three fifteen every day, I pick up my grandson from pre preschool. I babysit him until four thirty. Then I'm on some doing something else, radio show something else later in the day. And, and so, unfortunately, um, I, I've had to turn you down a number of times, and I apologize for that. Oh, my okay. wife, my wife bought me a Traeger for Father's Day, a new beautiful Traeger from from Cabela's. Right, the instructions are still inside of it. I've never opened it. Now I know how to use one because I have friends that 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 have them. It's brand new. I've never even opened it long enough. It. I haven't opened it enough steel. You know, you have to cure it first. Yeah. You have yeah. To, I have not done that yet to it. That's how far behind I am on the lot. Which you get the pellets where, like, because the pellets can be flavored. Oh, dude, I got like six different flavored pellets right now. Oh, my God. The thing is, I, it, you know what? I did a rib. I did some ribs on it. And okay. I got to tell you, D Gun, that thing is one of the best things I've ever had when it comes to how that prepares that meat and even hamburgers 
Really? They even taste different. I put hamburgers on there too. I mean, unbelievable. Now, how long does it take you to cook the hamburgers? Um, normal, 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 normal hamburger. However you like it. It doesn't take a, a couple long of time. minutes. Couple minutes. Really? You get that thing cooking. Oh my god! Now you put it. Put the eight. Okay. Use a. Ham- I'm promising you. Make some hamburgers on that Traeger. You won't believe it. All right, Deacon. First off. Before yep. we get into sports, yep. Dark meat, white meat. Dark. I can't eat, I I cannot stand white meat on a bird. Any bird. Are you a leg man? Absolutely. Apple Legs pie, pecan pie. Oh, geez. Oh, my wife, my wife right now is downstairs making two of her phenomenal apple pies, along with she just uh she's in a, almost completed making two of her phenomenal cheesecakes. Push comes to shove. If you're going to twist my arm, as much as I love her apple pie, you know, my parents grew up in the South and pecan pies are big in the South. I'm a pecan pie, man. Me too. Yeah. Me too, man. I love pecan pie. You like um, deviled eggs? Depends on who's making them. My, uh, <laughs> how about if you're making them? No. If my wife's making them, <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Derek, let me, let me, let's go into this game here on Sunday now. Um, you said something the other day, and I listen to you guys. You guys do such a great job on Sports Take. I recommend you, you guys follow it and watch it. It's really a great show. And you said something that is so profound in how it's going to play itself out. Yeah. Um, if the Eagles are in a forefront, they get murdered against the run, and they will lose first and second down. Yes. You're in a little bit of a dilemma going into this game. This is probably going to be Aaron Rodgers' last game potentially playing either for Green Bay forever or for the season because they may shut him down to get Jordan Love if they lose this ball game. Yeah. And he's mm-hmm. going to want to play his ass off. Well, if you put a forefront in there, Avante Maddox isn't in there. Jonathan Gannon loves to play that, <laughs> that, that shell zone coverage. Are you really going to allow Aaron Rodgers to pick you apart in that? This game's going to be closer. No. Do you feel it, D-Gun? Uh, you know what? I, I don't know, Sales, because – I honestly don't know which Aaron Rodgers is going to show up. Is it, is it the one who torched Dallas or is it the one who couldn't hit the ocean against Tennessee last Thursday? I don't know. I've never seen Aaron Rodgers miss receivers wide open across the middle of the field. And I'm talking wide open in crucial situations um, <clears throat> across the middle of the field, the way he missed wide receivers last week. I honestly don't know. I don't know if he's mentally casting. You know, Aaron Rodgers is a different dude to begin oh, with, man. Ever since he had, he admitted he was out there, you know, dabbling in that Amazon peyote, I don't know, whatever that stuff is, dude. And, you know, and you look at how he approaches. And then you look at his comments after the game against Tennessee. Eh, that was bad. Eh, yeah, we could do this. We have the potential. To, there's, like, no sense of urgency like we've seen with him in the past. You know, it's like I think I think mentally – Maybe, has he conceded the season? Considering he's checked out, considering this organization did nothing to get him frontline receivers, and you know he said all the right things, did all the right things. He's a consummate, you know, franchise poster boy, but he is also the ultimate warrior, like anybody is in the National Football League. And basically, for the whole season, he's gone to a gunfight with a cap gun when it comes to having weapons. You know, I wonder if he's just basically checked out. I don't know. Don't know him. Um, but just going on what we've seen on the surface and body language and, and his verbal responses to questions. Um, you know, you know, this guy here, uh, nobody is scared of Aaron Rodgers right now. Been saying that. 
Okay, we'll see. You never know. He is on pace for thirty touchdowns and forty two hundred yards. I mean, he is. I mean, even though there's no question, I think that defense has not been well, and I don't think the offense has played all that hot. But if you look at the numbers, and what's crazy about Aaron Rodgers, D Gun, a down season for Rodgers is forty two hundred yards and thirty touchdowns. I know that's scary. That's scary. Now I have now I have said this could be the get right game for the Eagles because. Green Bay has seven first-round draft picks playing on their defense. Now, Eric Stokes is not there anymore. He's gone for the season. He got injured. So you still have six available first-round picks out of 11 men playing on your defense. They are susceptible to the run, have been all season. They've had communication problems on the back end in in the uh, passing game as well. They have been a discombobulated unit on defense all year long. And so the Eagles, who have struggled to run the ball consistently the last two games, should be able to run the football. And if they want to go up top, they should have a good measure of success through the air as well against this team. So what the Eagles have not been able to do the last couple of games, they should be able to do against this Green Bay defense. You know, Derek, I said this also about, you know, when we watch, and and, and here's why I had a problem with Sirianni. Mm -hmm. And the screaming in the fans and Howie and all that. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. The level-headed guy in the building was Jalen, thank God. Yeah. The emotional up and down of Nick. And look, I get it. Your greatest asset sometimes, Derek, is your passion. Mm -hmm. Sometimes for me, it's also my worst asset in my life that I can have. And my problem is when you have coaches going so up and down, Mm -hmm. Tony Dungy used to tell me, that, hey, never get too high, never get too low, because your players look to that for leadership. I think last week, that whole entire Frank Reich thing, I think it clouded the judgment of the game plan, fourth and ten in the third, the way that they were going back and forth. I mean, if it wasn't for Jalen calling his own play, some of that stuff in the fourth quarter with Hurts putting that ball in the end zone was all Jalen, and these guys were so helter-skelter. The offense was stagnant. It wasn't going anywhere. And I, and again, when you're in situations like that, your coaching staff's got to be level-headed. And again, the screaming and all that stuff and the emotions and the crying. Hey, I've had players cut during the regular year. We all lose players. Mm-hmm. Coaches get fired. He's walking out the door mm-hmm. at $8 million. You've got, there's got to be an emotional guy in the building. And thank God it was the quarterback. That was my takeaway from that. I thought he let the emotions of that game last week influence the way that they called that game against mm. the Colts, and that's why it looked the way it did as sporadically, especially on offense. Am I wrong? You know what? I, I never even thought about that. Um, normally, Nick has been known to be an even keel guy. You know, um, he's one of the boys when he has to be. He can be the disciplinarian when he has to be. But you could tell this was more than just a game to him. Because not only was Frank Reich his mentor, Frank Reich was like a father figure to him. And you could tell leading up to the game by the comments that he said but didn't finish those sayings, basically he wanted to get back at the Colts for how they treated Frank Reich, who was forced to basically go with uh, Sam Ellinger, didn't work out. Then all of a sudden, one of the, the, the heroes of the franchise historically, Jeff Saturday comes back, and oh, by the way, I want Matt Ryan back in there. I don't want Ellinger in there. But, D. Dunn, <laughs> how was that part of the press conference for the buildup of the game, and how was that part of the narrative of this? Isn't that stuff that has to be done 
privately with your team in a locker room behind scenes. There's guys in that locker room that got connections to Frank, like Jason Kelsey and that guys. True. Why does that stuff have to be so publicly out there? The tears after the game. And look, I get the passion. I've known Frank 40 years too. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, I just thought it got in the way a little bit last week. I, you know, I don't, I don't know if it did or not. Um, I just think, I honestly think it was just a bunch of pent up emotions Agreed. That, that he kept the reins on. And when they finally got that last fourth down play, all those emotions came forward. I don't know if it, it clouded his judgment because basically Shane Steichen calls the plays, you know, uh, he, he uh, Sirianni turned the reins over to Steichen and, you know, he worked for him too. He sure did. But I think this was more of a, I don't care how we do it. I just want to stick it to Jim Ursay and that organization. Yeah. And lo and behold, I've never looked at the aspect of did it cloud his judgment in terms of calling the plays or strategizing for a game because fourth and ten. Well, let me think about it. But they you had got problems. One of the best place kickers in the league. Why True. not at least try to get some points there? How many? And how try many, to go up on them. How many teams have we seen across the board in the National Football League this year make questionable decisions Tons. on third down and fourth down? Tons. Um, so I, I can't single that out as an emotional element for what he was trying to do, considering they were coming off a game against Washington six days before where they had the same kind of struggles. And we questioned some of the decision-making then as well. So I, I understand where you're going with this. I'm not going to discount it. I can't disagree with you, but I can't pinpoint it right here and right now and say, you know what, that's a definitive reason why the, why the, the Eagles struggled with the Colts. I think it's more so of what Lane Johnson told me when I asked him the question on our postgame show, I said, Lane, do you think defenses are starting to catch on to what you're doing? And Lane said emphatically, he said, D-Gun, the last few games, we're seeing concepts from defenses that we don't see all week long on film. So that tells me that defensive coordinators are trying to give them a look to slow them down because they know this is an offense that can blow up and explode on you in any given moment. I'm Based on just what Lane said, I think – the way that game played out, the, the way the that. Washington game played out, I think it's more so of defensive coordinators trying to counter the chess moves uh, in a game. And so what, what did the two teams try to do, the Eagles, two mediocre teams try to do? Control the clock, keep the ball on the ground, keep that Eagles offense on the sideline. And both of those teams did a pretty good job of that. The difference was Washington was able to finish, but the Colts were not. Once the Colts went up 13-3, and I, and I tweeted it out, and I said it to a bunch of people, the Colts are playing this game not to lose. That's the worst way you could play a Philadelphia Eagles team right now this season. And sure enough, it came back to bite them. You know what, Derek? I'll tell you, when you made that comment, I was watching the postgame show, and when Lane said that, I'll tell you what Lane was talking about. Mm -hmm. For the first time in a game, I saw a spy left in mm -hmm. by the Colts, That's right. and they, they were, were spying in Hurts. That's right. It's right on third down, and they. Ha I, I don't know if he was a strong safety that came down, or if he was a backer. Yeah. But he sat there on the line yes, of scrimmage, did. and if you watched it, there were times that Jalen juked him and got away from him. Yes. And I hadn't seen that dynamic from a defense going into a game. That was the first time that I saw a spy, yep. and Jalen was able to get around that when it came to the fourth quarter. So again, I thought and, you, that and that you're going to see, you're going to see more of that. And also, yeah, I do also, too. Still, also seals. I said, since the Cowboys game, if you notice it started with the Cowboys, 
you see more and more defenses now where the, 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 the crashing ends don't crash anymore. They sprint, they stop, and they wait to see what Jalen's going to do on that RPO. And that's forcing Jalen to make a quicker decision in terms of what he wants to do. The ends are not crashing down like they were before or running past the line of scrimmage thinking Jalen's going to drop back. You're setting the edge. That also alters your offensive game flow as well. And I'm, we're going to see that again. You're going to see it with the Giants defense. You're going to see it with Tennessee. Tennessee's defense, they don't get a lot of accolades, but Tennessee is a very rugged defense. And if that Dallas defense that we saw that shut down Minnesota on Sunday is a consistent Dallas, we're going to see it again when they have the rematch down in Dallas on Christmas Eve. You know, you know, Deacon, I thought the loss of Goddard was so evident in that game. And I'm not just talking about the offensive output. Right. Look at the seven penalties. Four of them were by the tight ends on trying yes. to set the edge and holding. And I yep. was like this, Derek. I was like, not, you know, Goddard might not be the best pass catching uh, tight end. He's in the top three. Yep. When you talk yep. about complete and overall, yes. him and the guy in Baltimore are probably Mark the Andrews. two best all around yep. tight ends and blocking. And I thought the running game on setting the edges. How many times did we see the tight end get a holding penalty? Hell, even That's Lane right. got a holding penalty. That's right. Because they didn't have him out there. I mean, his impact is going to be felt what in this offense as they move forward. You cannot have your tight end position have just one catch for seven yards the entire game. The tight end in this offense is, is an integral part of the offensive flow in this game. Now, we know the, the tight ends that are still standing for the Eagles. Jack Stoll, great hands, not a great blocker. Calcaterra, good hands, not a great blocker. We don't know what Tyree Jackson is. A six, we know he's a six-seven frame with a wingspan like a California condor, but we don't know what he is as a blocker. But we know he has ability. So you have a bunch of sums of parts. You don't have a hole like a Dallas Goddard. That alters. You know, you think about it. A lot of times when Jalen wasn't hurt, who's he looking for? His safety valve, his tight end. That guy's not there. Doesn't have the same comfort zone as he did with the Dallas Goddard, and that's understandable. You see that time and time again. But Nick Sirianni and Shane Steichen have to some way, somehow, find a way to get the tight end more integrated in the offensive flow, not just in catching the ball, but also help setting the edge in the running game as well. Do you agree that this offense is stunning the growth of Devontae Smith? I'm going to give you some stats. 19 catches in the last six weeks. Yeah. Um. Going into the game, he had 128 yards in a month. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I, I get AJ, I get Goddard. I mean, but he's gonna he's probably gonna have the same amount of yards as he had a year ago. I mean, I, I, and I think he look if you look at Jalen Waddle, the guy that was with him at Alabama, he right. is tearing the league up right, right now. Right. How how do you look at the way that they're maximizing or non-maximizing mm -hmm. Devontae Smith right now? I won't say stunning his growth, but I think they're negating his ability to get much huger numbers. The reason being, Jalen was with Devontae down in Alabama briefly, but A.J. Brown was his boy from way back when. It's quite obvious that those two are on another planet when it comes to a connection because of their long, long history together. Every quarterback has a favorite receiver. You mentioned Jalen Waddle. Obviously, he's putting up big numbers because you got a triple team that dude named Tyreek, and you can't triple team him. You put three men on him, you can't stop Tyreek. But it frees up Jalen Waddle, who is an excellent receiver, to do more of what he's been doing this season. Um, Devontae, he had some good numbers against the Colts because I don't think A.J. was 100% going into that game with that ankle issue. 
And hopefully AJ is much better coming up against Green Bay. Um, and you you saw you saw Devontae get more looks that game against the Colts. I think it's a matter of Devontae just has to wait his turn, so to speak. Um, when you have an athlete like an AJ Brown who is a beast in a slot route game, and that thing has worked to perfection for the for the Eagles between Jalen and, and AJ, you know, if I'm Devontae, I'm thinking, well, what about me? You know, when you got when you think about it, he was 65 yards away last year from having a thousand yard season as a rookie. Now all of a sudden his numbers are not going to equal that because of the emergence of a guy they brought in who was already accomplished receiver. And oh, by the way, you're paying him a hundred million dollars compared to this guy being a rookie contract. Who's getting the ball more? Not a question. Who's getting the ball? <laughs> not a question. Two last questions here for you. Yeah. Um, help me out here on this. Is this is this business decisions going on with Miles Sanders? Is he hurt? Um, what is the issue with with Miles Sanders? I mean, I know that you're a fan of Kenneth Gainwell, but no, Kenneth whoa, Gainwell, whoa, 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 who me? No, okay, no, 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 no. oh, that, that's somebody else on the show then. Because okay. for me, I'm like this: yeah. Why is Kenneth Gainwell in third down situations, exactly. and you got a back that's on pace for 1,400 yards right now? And he, if he's not hurt, are you phasing him out of the offense? I mean, this guy had 50 catches or something his rookie year. His rookie I don't year. know yeah. why that got away from his arsenal of how you use him. I mean, give me your because it's it's very, it's very. I, I mean, I don't understand how they're taking Miles. It seems out of the offense. Your best running back right now again is Hurts. I I believe. Well, I said it on a show a few days ago. It was based on what you just said. The kid had 50-something catches as a rookie, but you look at his numbers his last year under Doug Peterson and his and his two-year, his year-plus under Sirianni. I don't know if Miles has lost confidence in himself in catching the ball or this offense has lost confidence in him, in him catching the ball or if it's a combination of the two. I think Miles Sanders is a much more effective, dangerous weapon when you integrate him both in a running game and a passing game. I don't think Miles is built to be a 25-27 uh, uh, carry a game back. He had the 127 uh, carry game against the uh, uh, Jaguars and he tore him up on sloppy conditions. But I think his forte is if he gets around 18 to 20 touches a game total, that's where Miles Sanders is the most effective. The fact that he's now being looked at as reduced in that regard, I don't know. I wish I had the inside you know, track. Mer Merrill, Merrill Reese said yesterday he thought yeah. that, you know, if you look at his game log, that he doesn't really play a all the games all year long. Mm -hmm. Merrill was thinking that maybe they're saving him for December and January because, you know, here's a guy that's not used to having a lot of work. I mean, Derek, I mean, you know, right. if you really look at it, there's, there's probably something to that, that this guy's not conditioned to carry it the is, ball, as you said, 20 no. times a game. No, 25, 27 times a game, no. And if they're saving him for December, shame on them because – Agreed. Okay, you're getting you're getting through a mediocre portion of your schedule, which you're struggling with Washington, Indianapolis, Green Bay. Then all of a sudden the competition escalates. You have a seven and three Tennessee team. You have a seven and three Giants team that's coming up twice. You have a seven and three Cowboys team that's coming up as well. And if you want to maintain the number one overall seat, you can't afford to have you can't defuse your offense. You know what? 
injuries happen in the National Football League. Now, we know his injury history. Yes, he's susceptible to being injured. But you got to keep moving forward, man. All of a sudden, you're going to look up, and you got one or two teams tied with you for that division lead. And all of a sudden, tiebreakers come into play as well. Once you get past this Green Bay team, if you get past them with a W, it's all, all straight ahead for everybody. If you're healthy and you're available, we expect you to have a certain amount of contributions to what we're trying to get done here. And Miles Sanders is an integral part of this team getting to where they want to go. As you said, this dude at least 12, 1,300 yards capable of running this year if he stays healthy. Now, it's a, it's a contract year for Miles. Miles is playing on that with that proverbial chip on his shoulder as well. Are you trying to reduce his numbers to have a nego- to, to gain a negotiating chip for I next year? I think there's something to that. See, I've seen it happen time and time again across the National Football League. You know, play. I've had players tell me in the years past, "Hey, if I'd have played this game, if I'd have had one more sack, I'd have got this hundred thousand dollar bonus, hundred fifty thousand dollar bonus." Look at what Howie did a couple years ago to the guys when they sat Jalen Hurts and had Nate Sutfeld, and they started yep. putting starters. And yep. you know what, Derek, you bring such a great point up because yep. in all of our contracts, sure. there's a there's a playing percentage clause, seventy five percent. Absolutely. Of the plays. If your offense is number one, if you play 18 games, X amount of carries, X amount of yards, you know. all of that stuff. And so Howie is notorious for that kind of stuff here. Final question yep. for you. Yep. Um, are you sold that Sue and Joseph are going to be the guys that are going to fix this problem? Or do you think this was a one game issue? I know I'm asking you to rub the crystal ball here because we got some big-time running teams come up. You just named them here, and it's one thing. I was shocked, and I couldn't believe how well they played. I thought for the limited plays, I thought Joseph and Sue were spectacular for what they were asked to do. However, you're now now going through a stretch here, and I think the big question is going to be, is this a one-off, or is this really going to be something that is – played this team first and second down run defense. Do you think this is the answer? Um, based on the one game sample, I'm going to lean towards yes. Now we know Jordan Davis is coming back. So now you're going to have three, uh-huh. three, three gargantuan defensive tackles rotating in there. If you keep Sue Davis, Linville right around 15, 18 snaps. Yes. Big sales, as you know, man, all you're asking these guys to do is, is gap control. Oh, yeah. You know, un, you know, you look at a Deshaun Jackson who came off the off the uh, vacation tour, so to speak. First game in for Baltimore, he tweaks his hamstring again. You're not asking these guys to run full sprint 20, 30 yards down the field. All they got to do is control the gaps and let the guys around them make the plays. So in that regard, when you're talking about almost a thousand pounds of beef between those three dudes right there, that's a lot of human being to try to move out of that middle. And a lot of teams are trying to run those trap schemes in, in it right in the middle of the field. Now, they did a great job in, ter- in terms of neutralizing the defending rushing champ and Jonathan Taylor. Um, I, I would say right now, I've got to give Howie's kudos for going out and getting two guys that were sitting there, came off the streets two or three days' notice and contributed significantly in terms of stopping that run. I think it's going to be beneficial in the long run, and I think it's going to really help when you start playing the likes of Henry, Saquon, and Tony Pollard and Zeke coming up. I think it's going to be huge. Seeing Coach Roseman there at the uh, open of the um, 
of, of the locker room there, letting everybody know, man, look what I did. Uh-huh. Look, hey, yeah. about, hey, yeah. I'll tell you what, he likes to take his victory laps, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. You know, he always has. He's always out there shaking hands after a win, patting guys on the back. Usually he meets them in the locker room. Yeah. But this time he felt it was important to be out there and greeting the guys. That was a hard-fought win. You know, if that Colts kicker makes that field goal, Eagles lose that game 19-17. You know, a few plays here or there get, could have gone another way. Um, if they don't get that deep pass interference call, uh, did the Eagles go down the field and score that winning touchdown? You don't know, but that's the game. That's how the game is played. You know, you get the breaks, you don't get the breaks. You make your own breaks, you don't make your own breaks. And luckily for the Eagles, they made their breaks when they had to at the most. All right, I got to leave you with this with a little – yeah. What a little, what, what, I, I do have one bitch about the whole holiday thing with you. Uh, but wait a minute now. So you put a tree up before, I mean, you're done with Turkey Day, man. I got three up. I got three up. Until after, you got two trees up already? No, three. Not, now one's you got decorated. three up already. Oh, my, oh, we put the, between the sizes of two feet all the way to nine feet. My wife has my. Uh, we put up a total of like 10, 11 trees around the house. Trees on the dining room table, on shelves with lights on them. Uh, nine foot tree in the foyer, seven foot tree in the in the living room, seven foot tree. I had to rush and finish it by four in the morning for my three year old grandson because I promised him while we're doing all the preparation for the turkey stuffings and stuff last night that I would finish it for him. So one tree is finished, the family root tree. The monstrosity is yet to come, which is the nine foot tree that my son and I will start tackling either today or Friday. A lot of sap. A lot of sap. Hey, no, Mike, they're, all, they're all fake trees. I don't use – I'm done with live trees, Oh, me brother. too, man. I'm no. done with those. No, no. I'm no, done with no, stepping no. on needles in January and February. No matter how well you vacuum, all of a sudden these little boogers pop up somewhere. You know, I'm done with that. You you don't have animals, too, in the house, do you? Oh, three dogs. Yes, three dogs. <laughs> so, wait. Yeah. <laughs> yes, three Dude, dogs. This is totally – the Griswolds, man. I mean, yes. tell me you have a sleigh in the front yes. yard. Uh, not a sleigh, but we have reindeer, the mama, the papa, <laughs> and the three babies. The nativity scene. I got this huge. I got this huge. Uh, it's a red pickup truck. It lights up. I bought it from uh, Lowe's a couple of years ago. I am not even going to tell you what what my wife and I pay for this thing. This thing is sharp, though, man. It's like a red pickup truck, uh, Santa's pickup truck. Uh, and we've had the debate about inflatables. My wife hates inflatables because they never stand up the way they're supposed to. I have an eight-foot inflatable snowman. I'm trying to sneak out the front yard. She won't let me. She goes out and buys, and she says it's at my request. She just bought three additional ones like this big six-foot weenie dog. One's this, uh, my three-year-old grandson loves dinosaurs. He can pronounce every name of a dinosaur you can think of. He says he's going to be a paleontologist at the age of three. She bought, and I said, hunt. They're just going to be target practice for the dogs in the backyard. Why are we? She wants to put inflatables in the backyard. <laughs> hey, hey, please post this shit, man, because this is. Oh, I will. <laughs> oh, I will. Trust me. Hey. Oh, it's coming. Hey, man. Derek, thank you so much, man. You're one of the hardest working men in Philadelphia sports, man. I really appreciate it. And by the way, I want to thank you for this. What's Your that? friendship means a lot to me, man. You're Likewise, legendary. Your Likewise, reputation is second to none. I treasure our friendship that we're building. Thank you so much, my friend, for everything you do by coming on here Absolutely, and being part bro. of our network as well. Thank you, my friend. Anytime I can for you, Sills, to you and your family, happy Thanksgiving to all your followers in the chat. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Please be safe out there. Have fun. Enjoy the family and festivities. But more importantly, be safe, man. It's a lot of Absolutely. craziness in this world we live in today. 
absolutely craziness out there. Thank you, D Gun. Happy holidays, welcome, my welcome. friend. Same to you, brother. You got it there. All right. Hour number two is coming up. Please do me a favor. I love Derek Gunn, man. What a credit to have him on our, our network as well. Please hit the like button. Hour number two. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Since 1977 at Rafferty Subaru, we have always been about our customers and the community. Early on, a safe and durable option, we've evolved to become the best overall brand according to Kelly Blue Book. Over the last 14 years, we've donated thousands of dollars through the Subaru Share the Love event and found homes for hundreds of pets. The Rafferty family is proud of our 45 years in business. This month, celebrate our anniversary with special financing on select models. Visit us and see why. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi everybody, my name is Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at DryTech. At DryTech we offer three major services. The first one being basement waterproofing. The second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs. And then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online. Number two, National Football Show. Please hit the like button. I'm going to tell you how to defend Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to tell you how to defend some of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. And you know who I got the lesson from? Buddy Ryan. Also, our MVP, Big Sales Top 10, is in this hour. 
Week 12, we'll look at that. Also, some college football games, too, are going to be good for your turkey eating. You know, I had a chance, and I posted this picture on my Twitter page. Do you know who I've been educated by when it comes to defense? A guy named Ernie Stauntner. Buddy Ryan. Coach Kiffin. Bud Carson. Some of the greatest defensive guys in the history of the National Football League and in college have come to my college or I've been around. And I asked them how you defend the great quarterbacks and how you go after the great quarterbacks. Philiopolis, that's a check mark in the good column. Get pressure in the face. Up the middle. Who struggles with that the most? Tom Brady. Everyone. Look, I'm going to show you guys something here. And I'm not sure you know this. There's escapes for quarterbacks and pockets. Okay? The front door, the back door, the side door. And they're told this. They're told this with what pressure's coming. You, you can come back and you can go through the you can go through the front door. You can go through the side door. You can the quarterbacks all have three escape doors. And every quarterback has a blueprint that that they struggle with. I'll give you one that Monty Kiffin told me about Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner struggles with getting knocked off his point, as does Peyton Manning. If you notice, Peyton Manning likes to get back to a point. Tap his feet, tap his feet, tap his feet. Same thing with Kurt Warner. Monty knew this. Get, don't let him get settled on that point in the pocket and make him move left. He's not very good at it. Not very good at it. He's not a Hall of Fame Kurt Warner when he gets off his point and has to move to his left. Everybody. Now, the great ones... Like this kid, Mahomes, Mahomes doesn't have a point. That's the, you know, the frustrating thing about defending Patrick Mahomes is he can make a play from any part of the pocket. There's not a, there's not a place in the pocket. That's what makes him such a tough defense for a defensive coordinator. You can't defend him because he makes these plays from every part of the pocket. Everyone, you, you, you know when you're when you watch Bryce Harper play, he's got a sweet zone. And you know, they always put that sweet zone where he has higher batting averages than lower batting averages. It's the same thing with quarterbacks in the pocket. Some of them are not very effective going to their left. Some of them are not effective or as effective rolling to the right. You just you've got to find that dynamic on what that's what the coordinators are paid the big money for. They're trying to find out. What you are not as efficient at. And that's what makes Mahomes. That's what makes Mahomes so hard to defend. And Josh Allen to that matter. Is that these guys, they can make a play from any part of the pocket. Montana, early in his career, rolled right, rolled right, 
rolled right. They finally caught up with that and started making them roll left. And Bill Walsh is like, we got to start drop back. Montana didn't drop back right away. That developed as he got older. Same thing with Brady. And, and as Joe, once Joe dropped back and was able to see the entire field, he's undefensible. And then you add the dynamic of Jerry Rice. It's incredible. Jerry Rice and Joe Montana in today's NFL, you couldn't defend it. You would have to come up with Shaquille O'Neal rules or jamming rules because Rice and Montana would shred this league. I think Joe Montana would throw for 10,000 yards. How are you going to stop Jerry Rice? You mean to tell me you can't touch Rice? How many pass interference plays do you think Rice and Montana would get today? How, how, how many? How, every time they threw the ball. You'd have to tackle Jerry Rice. Back then, they tackled him. Okay? You couldn't defend Rice in Montana today. You just couldn't. Those guys were, I mean, it was incredible. I am Ruiz. Mahomes is very risky, and a lot of that is luck, I promise you. Bro, how can it be luck when you've been to four straight AFC championship games? That's not luck. That's consistency. How can that be luck? I could see luck when you're showing up to championship games every four years. This guy's showing up. This guy's showing up to championship games every year. Every year. He's going to throw for 5,500 yards, 55 touchdowns. Luck? I'll take that luck. Dumb comment. How do you defend Aaron Rodgers? What's the number one thing that Aaron Rodgers right now, how would you defend Rodgers? What would be the number one thing you do? What would be the what would be it? And it's something Gannon doesn't do. You got to pressure him. Jonathan Gannon is it, it. I'm gonna say this to you. I don't have a good feeling about this game. I'll tell you why. Everything Jonathan Gannon believes in, I think Aaron Rodgers is the kryptonite. You're not gonna bring pressure on Aaron Rodgers. And you're going to run a five front? Okay. I mean, uh, everything, this plays into the Packers playing a close game. And once again, I want to under underline it. Do I think the Eagles are better? Yes. Do I think the Eagles win? Yes. But you've been struggling. Don't sit there coming off a Matt Ryan struggle game and tell me you think that Matt Ryan... And the, and, and, and the Colts are better than the Packers. They're not. They're, they're struggling. There's no question. This is the best quarterback you've played in two years. And you haven't beat a significant quarterback in Jalen Hurts' time yet. Excuse me. I'll take Hurts out of that. Jonathan Gannon has not beat a significant big-time quarterback in two years. 
Name one. Even last year, name me one. Name me one quarterback that he stuffed. I can't. Name me one quarterback that he has stuffed. Let's take a look at this. Let's name the quarterbacks. And let's go back to last year. Let's take a look at this. Philadelphia Eagles 2021 schedule. Here's the 21 schedule. Two thousand twenty-one. Let's see what you played last year. Okay, 49ers, Garoppolo beat you. Dak beat you. Mahomes beat you. Brady beat you. Herbert beat you. There's nobody else. Now, 2022. 2022 Eagle results. Let's see here. Eagles, here's your big-time quarterbacks. Jared Goff? Cousins. Kyler Murray. So Cousins and Kyler Murray. That's far cry from Aaron Rodgers. Jonathan Gannon, his system doesn't set up for really good performances against great quarterbacks. It just doesn't. Sports goes like this. He's got nothing left. Neither did Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's got nothing left. Matt Ryan has nothing left on what Tyler Heineke does. Tyler Heineke. Dak is way better than Rush. Yeah, really? Niners all day. Overrated nine and one team played nobodies. Um, Niners, I would say this to you. I think that's more of a league issue, not an not an eagle issue. I think that's a league deal. Okay, I would say that that is a league deal. Okay. Last year, last year, we'll see Sunday Monroe. Yeah, we sure will. You haven't beaten anybody this year either. I mean, only Tyler Heineke getting away. Or Matt Ryan or David Mills. No, no, no. 85. I said it's a league thing. I said it's a league issue. I don't think that they're... But you see, I think new teams in the AFC play, play better quarterbacks. You play no quarterbacks. None. Zero. You don't play any good quarterbacks. You got one this week. This is going to be a really good litmus test. There's and, and again, I want to make sure I under I want you guys to know. I don't think the Packers are winning this game. 
I think this is going to be another 60-minute football game. You're not going to blow them out. You're not blowing anybody out. For the last month and a half, you haven't blown anyone out. You're not blowing anyone out. Dallas Goddard being out. AJ's hurt. You got an old line that's banged up. You're not beating anybody up. You're going to play 60-minute football games the rest of the way out here. You're not a dominant offense. Look at the performances. You think you're getting better since that Minnesota game? I don't. And now that you've been injured, and now you lose Dallas Goddard, you think you're better today without Dallas Goddard? How asinine. You think you're better today without Dallas Goddard and the inability to get the ball to Devontae Smith? Really? Who in their right mind thinks that? You're not a dominant offense. Jalen Hurts is playing really good football. There is no question the versatility of Jalen Hurts is keeping you at 9-1 and one and keeping this thing running. Dude, I don't care what your record is right now. You don't play like a 9-1 and one team. That quarterback is playing like a 9-1 and one quarterback, but that, the rest of that, your offense, man, was... It was suck ass, and so was your coaching staff on Sunday against the Colts. Numbers say they are. Really? Last two weeks. How many how many points have you scored in the last two weeks? How many? Okay. I said this is going to be a very interesting ball game. Now, look, here's how you stop Aaron Rodgers. Here's how you stop him. You have got to turn this guy, and it's going to be a very difficult task to do. Don't let Aaron Jones get going. And this is going to sound crazy. You're going to have to let Aaron Rodgers at least have his way back there. And you're going to have to let this guy not give up the big plus 25 play. Don't let them get the game, the running game going. I don't believe in their wideouts. I think their wideouts are limited. I think their wideouts are not very skilled. There's some good-looking players that will be good, I think, in a couple of years. But right now, that pass receiving core, it might be one of the worst pass receiving cores that you're going to play for the rest of the way out. They're not very good. I, I, I shouldn't say very good. They're very mediocre. They're very mediocre. Okay? And what I would do, if I'm the Eagles, I want to get up on this team. Make them have to throw the ball. And I know that sounds crazy with Rodgers. But make them throw the ball. Don't let that running game get going. You can't have... You, you've got to turn that Packer to... And, and, and he has struggled in finding these wideouts. I think the how many times have we seen these wideouts not running full routes? If you watch the latest 22 on the Packers, they cut routes off. They're rounding routes off. They're not running through the progression. And that's why Rodgers is trying to throw back shoulder passes to him. None of them are on the same page with him. None of them have a connection with him. All those things that he had with Devontae Adams, all that stuff, um, okay, 
did I miss a super chat? I'm sorry, sports. If I did, um, we'll put it back up there. I, I didn't, I didn't see it. The rookie wide receivers, not bad, but to me, they're just not, they're, they're, hey, Xander, um, Seals, you missed a super chat. That's what sports is saying. I hope we did it. If we did, we'll put it back up there. I promise you. I apologize if we did. Um, here it is. Name one great team the 49ers beat this year. I'll wait. I told you it's not a league, it's not an Eagle thing. It's an it's a league thing. Okay. You haven't played anybody. That's but you haven't, but I'm I'm more talking about you haven't played any quarterbacks. You've played Cooper Rush and Tyler Heineke. I don't know. You figure it out. That dude Watkins has made some nice catch. Yeah, some. But that's not that's not a pro wide receiving core that they have in Green Bay. It's probably it's in development right now. You know, that's the one thing Green Bay has been able to do over the decades. They haven't had to really go out and waste a first-round draft choice. When it comes to signing a wideout, they've been able to get him in the second and third. Remember, Devontae Adams was not a first-round draft choice. He was a second-rounder out of Fresno. And so all the guys that they have developed over the years, I mean, I don't think they've I don't think they've drafted a wide receiver in the first round since when? Back in the 80s. They just don't do it. Okay. They just don't do it. Okay. You said Rodgers wouldn't struggle without Adams. You know what's funny what Devin just said? The whole team has struggled. Here's, here's a struggling year for Rodgers. 4,000 passing yards and 30 touchdowns and seven picks. That's a down year. I know franchises like the Jets and the Giants would bend over for a down year like that at quarterback. By the way, his down year is one of the greatest years in the history of Eagle football. Rodgers will have around 4,100 yards this year, 30 touchdowns. That would be considered one of the greatest passing years in Eagle history. That's a down year? That's the standard that Aaron Rodgers has set. That's the standard. The Giants and Jets would kill for that. A quarterback with 30 touchdowns and 4,200 yards. They would kill for that. That's a down year. Brady's down too, right? Even though he's on pace for the all-time attempts and completion numbers. And he's on pace for 4,200, 4,300 yards. Okay. I'd be careful about Tom Brady if you get a hold of him in the playoffs. You ain't beating him. You ain't beating him with that effort. Eagles haven't played a full 60 minutes in all season, so personally, I'm not impressed. Personally, I think you have played your best football. Personally, you haven't played your best. You haven't played. Your best football was that Minnesota game. Name me another game you thought was impressive since the Minnesota game. The Cowboy game against Cooper Rush? What game since the uh, Monday night game against Minnesota would you say was your best effort? What was your best effort? Pittsburgh? 
<laughs> Losing Goddard is a huge thing, not only in the passing game, but in the run game too. Okay? We, we have the same number of Super Bowls as Rodgers does. Oh, you do? <laughs> so one guy has the same number of Super Bowls as your entire franchise. I wouldn't throw that out, JM. It's kind of embarrassing. It's hard to route everything, but I get the point. Hey, hey, Yale, there, there's there's no doubt. Okay. Hurts Cardinals? The Cardinals. What's the Cardinals record this year? What are they, four and seven, two? Have you guys beaten anybody? The Lions game. I said since Minnesota, too. Goddard is savage. Dude, his 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 loss is being felt. Um, Steven, Philly 500 will be joining us um, on Friday. Craig Carton, Phil Sims. We're going to have a bunch of people on Friday, too, for that extravaganza we're doing. We're having a whole boatload of folks jump aboard with us. Can't dominate everybody. You've only dominated one. T- well, I wouldn't say you haven't dominated. That's not fair because you've always been the alpha in every every game, I would say. Dude, we can beat anybody except Washington. And Dak. And, and Dak. <laughs> All right. As advertised. Oh, wait. I want to make sure that I close it up. Okay. You're not going to bring pressure on Rodgers. So you got to stop the run. This is what he this is what I think he's going to do. He won't bring pressure. Can you imagine that? Do you know that they blitzed Aaron Rodgers 64% of the time? The Dallas Cowboys. He's not going to do that. He's not going to do that. What's so funny, Philly D? You haven't beaten Dak. Jalen hasn't. He's seven and three against you guys. <laughs> I, I I'd win a game against him first before I start. Or, or is this like you know the wishful thinking, rubbing the lamp, and the genie comes out and all? Oh, okay, I get it. Hassan. Oh my god, I, I couldn't believe I put him on my list. All right, here is the big sills. Top 10 MVP candidates heading into week 12, baby. Number 10. Kurt Cousins, 8-2 Minnesota Vikings. Horrible. Absolutely horrible scenario that they got into two big giant games and they got waxed in those two big games, Eagles and Cowboys. They beat the pants off him. And he he was in the conversation higher up. He's fallen. And he's just about to fall out. Okay? He's just about to fall out. Wow, that's really a great list. Look at what Butch Davis just sent me. His number there. 
The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Butch Davis just sent me this. He drafted 35 first-round draft choices. Here they are. Ray Lewis. Wow. Ray Lewis, Sean Taylor. So Butch Davis, Butch Davis recruited Sean Taylor, Bubba Franks, Ray Lewis, Willis McGahee, Ed Reed. Bryant McKinney, Dan Morgan, Edron James, Jeremy Shockey, Philip Buchanan. Wow. That's unbelievable. Kirk Cousins, number 10, baby. Big Sills, top 10 MVP race. Number nine, the greatness of Geno Smith comes in at nine in the MVP race. Number eight, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. GT, I'm confident that Sills will say we went to the Super Bowl and won and didn't play anyone. <laughs> you are? Well, a guy was able to take advantage of talent, talented kids from Florida ghettos by talking to coaches. So he's special? Yeah. Yeah. No other coach in Miami's done it since. How many coaches recruit Ray Lewis and Ed Reed? By the way, Ed Reed's from Louisiana, jackass. Jeremy Shockey's from Oklahoma. Vince Wolfert's from Texas. Read a book. Number eight, Tom Brady, baby. Number seven, 
Tyreek Hill. Miami. Number six. Lamar Jackson. Here we go. Now we are in the top five. For the MVP race, according to Big Sills. And by the way, I have a vote for the Most Valuable Player Award. Joe B. Joey Burrow. Love the guy. That's a quarterback. Number four. One of the greatest arm talents to ever play in the NFL. Josh Allen. Buffalo Bills. Here we are. Top three. Here we go. Big Sills. MVP race. From the city of brotherly love, Jalen Hurts. Number three in the MVP race, according to Big Sills. Number two, Dua Tugavaiola. I see why Nick Saban picked him over Jalen at Alabama now. He's a better passer. I it's been confirmed and validated. It's funny. Tua can find Jalen Waddle and Jalen Hurts can't find Devontae Smith. Interesting. I, 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 very interesting. He can't find him at Philly. He couldn't find him when he was, yeah, I got it now. I got it. I got it now. Number two is Tua Tagovailoa. And number one, this guy is an A. Hey, Yale, that is such, that is such a funny guy. That is such a funny thing there, man. I'm happy for Tua, but I'm not sold on him. Isn't that psychotic? This guy is an alien, Patrick Mahomes. So here are your big sales MVP race. Kirk Cousins, 10. Geno Smith, 9. By the way, my boy Jimmy G is rolling up this list. He's at 11, just to keep you informed, because by the end of the year, he'll probably be in the top five. Go get him, Paisan. You know I'm rooting for you. How you doing? Geno Smith, 9. Brady, eight. Tyree Kill, seven. Lamar Jackson, six. Joe Burrow, five. Josh Allen, four. Jalen Hurts, three. Tua is two. And Patrick Mahomes is number one. There is your MVP race. Yeah, yeah, but wait a minute. Niners, he's rolling, man. You know I'm a Jimmy G guy. He'll be... He'll be rolling up that list. He keeps winning the ball games that he's winning. 
Jimmy G's watching this. Of course, Jimmy G watches everything. I know John Lynch does. Two is much better than Hurts and has proven it. He ha- Well, I would say this to you, JT. Jalen is more... Jalen is more complete all around. Plus, there's a health factor. Hurts, I'm going to knock on wood. He don't get hurt. And he's able to use his wheels. Tua can't. You don't want Tua in open space. My God. I bet you that coaching staff tells him, don't run. Please don't run. I'd rather have you take a loss or throw the ball away than run. You don't want him running. He gets hit one time. You don't know if he's out for the rest of the year. That's the problem with him. Okay? You you just... See, Hurts is a beast. He won't throw for 4K. <laughs> he won't throw for 4K. I like how all you guys are talking about. How about Christian McCaffrey, though, talking about my boy Jimmy Garoppolo? You see what he said today? McCaffrey goes like this. Man, this guy Jimmy G just doesn't get the credit. Everyone in San Francisco was push, pushing that guy one play tray. They were throwing him in there. Trey Lance, to me, you know what he reminds me of? He's a decathlete trying to play quarterback. That guy is, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking the ball out of the hands of a guy who's 43 and 19 and wins every game he's in almost. Four touchdowns. I mean, come on, man. What are you talking about here? Plus, he waxed Jalen last year. We're still 9-1. Hurts ain't hearing any of that rat poison. <laughs> Don't matter, man. Won't matter. Yeah, keep struggling against the Colts, the Texans, that Washington Commanders. Jimmy Garoppolo, baby. Yeah, well, 85. Backup records aren't 43 and 19. <laughs> By the way, once you win a playoff game before you start barking at Garoppolo, have your boy win a game. Like a playoff game. Jimmy G's 4-2. and two. Have him win a playoff game at least. Who was Hurts beat? Kirk Cousins. And, and, and Cooper. Jalen's number three. Jimmy G has a great defense. Of course he does. Of course he does. Yeah, and he threw four touchdowns, too, last week. So some of that great talent on his team, too. He's a great game manager. Yeah, I know. I know. I know I know the story. I know, I know all the stupid comments. Do you know who the best third-down passer is in the NFL? It's Garoppolo. <laughs> Why don't you have Jimmy G4? Because he, he's not there yet. He's getting there. You got to be fair to everybody else. I think the rest of these guys have played well. Yeah. Hertz has the NFL running scared. I'm sure. Hey, I'm sure after that performance against the Colts, everyone is frightened. Coming off the last two weeks between Washington and the Colts, I'm sure everyone's frightened of the Eagles. I mean, petrified. <laughs> you see that, man? I mean, yeah. I bet you they're petrified. 
Tua has Tyreek. That creates a whole other dynamic in the offense. Yeah, and you don't have Goddard anymore. No, but I'm scared of Dallas, and they stumped that eight and one Vikings. That's Jalen. I mean, that's Alexander. You more you more worried about? I'm more worried about the 49ers than I am Dallas. I do not believe the Cowboys. They kicked the shit out of Washington or out of uh, Minnesota, but dude, I just I I I don't think that they have the wheels to beat you guys. Listen, Sills, when we get healthy, okay, that's true. We will see a complete performance. L.A., okay, agreed. Yes. Hurts under 200 passing yards. You will remember this comment. You think he has under 200 passing yards against Green Bay? That'll be the third straight week, right? Big Sills. Let's see. Debo has to play wide receiver and running back because Jimmy, uh, you're, you're missing out on Christian McCaffrey. And you have not been watching 49er football lately. Tony Pollard is legit. You see he was named the NFC Player of the Week. Um, Yeah, right, huh? That's a good call there, Niners. That's right. Tony Pollard was just named the NFC Player of the Week offensively. Dallas, I think, is going to beat the hell out of the Giants tomorrow. I think they're going to beat the hell out of them. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes has got to win over Jalen. Danny Dimes. <laughs> Danny Dimes. My God almighty. Don't tell me Danny Dimes beat you. Good night. Top of the hour, by the way, week 12 of the NFL, plus the Thursday games. We're going to get into those. Danny Dimes beat you. Jeez. McCaffrey just came. He did. Vikings had a lot of defensive starters out against the Cowboys. True. Okay, true. Ain't going to front the 49ers scare me. Monroe, you still are going to get that game at home, though. You know what I mean? You're going to get the game at Link. And you're going to have it at Lincoln Financial. Niners lose by three on Sunday. And the Eagles lose by seven on Sunday. <laughs> Dude, don't lose at home to Aaron Rodgers. Can you imagine if Rodgers... This would be a great way for Rodgers to go out. He beat the Cowboys and the Eagles, and he could always go like this. Hey, you want to rest me? Go ahead. I'll take my $50 million and sit on. You guys can sit me out the rest. I, 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 did, I, I did beat the – I did beat the – this is going to be his Super Bowl. He's going to play this game like it's his Super Bowl. You watch, Niners. Aaron Rodgers is going to have his best game. <laughs> yeah, Danny Dimes. Remember, Sills said Vikings beat the Eagles 42 to 20. What a bozo. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're right. I missed out on the uh, Washington commander thing with Tyler Heineke. Oh, I yell. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a huge game. I, I, I think this, hey, hey, Niners. 
You think the Packers win this game Sunday? His celebration is beating the Eagles. Yeah. It's all he's got. He, can't, he has nothing else. What a way to screw up a season. Beat the number one seed in the NFC. Yeah. You don't think he already feels a little bit vindicated when he beat the shit out of the uh, Cowboys? <laughs> you know he does. Sills only put up three points in court. Sills Hurts only put up three points in three quarters. Ah, man, you got to give him credit, man. He's playing great ball. He's playing great football. You got to. All right, I got to take a timeout. Some really good Turkey Day games in college football, too. I got a top 10 college football poll. I also have a Heisman race and week 12 of the NFL. I want to get into some of the Thursday games, too. We'll do a little bit of that next and at the top of the hour. Keep it right here on the National Football Show. Don't wait until after Thanksgiving for leftovers. It's the new leftover sales event at Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Jeff must get rid of hundreds of new 2022 vehicles on the lot. Rams, Grand Cherokees, Wranglers. Jeff has them all for less. Jeff has reduced prices and payments to the lowest they've been all year. And Jeff knocks down high interest rates, save thousands more than anywhere else. Plus, get more for any trade or lease return. You always win at Jeff's great selection, best price. Hurry in now. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Black Friday sales event. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. University, our graduates are among the most highly trained in their profession because of our unique emphasis on research, interprofessional collaboration, and early clinical exposure. Learn more about our programs at salus.edu. 
Big Seals National Football Show. Please hit the like button. OBJ and the Cowboys look like they're getting ready to put a deal together here. And Odell Beckham most likely will be on the field Christmas Eve against the Eagles. Wow. OBJ going to Dallas. He'll be playing against the Philadelphia Eagles Christmas Eve. Wow. <laughs> hey, man. If Odell Beckham lands in Dallas, they beat you Christmas Eve. Him and C.D. Lamb, you ain't got that firepower. You, you don't have that firepower. Will, will Goddard be back by then? I think so. What kind of shape will he be in? That's a pretty big deal. You won't beat the Cowboys at AT&T. AT no way. No way. No way. No way. No way. You'll have – hey, we'll, we'll get – as we get closer to that, right now the way you're playing versus the way they're playing, no way. Okay? Be a total factor. Okay? He should have signed with Kansas. I don't, hey, yeah, I don't think it's a done deal yet. I think Kansas City's in the conversation. But see, Odell wants a multi year deal. And Jerry has seven million bucks under the cap right now. Hey, uh, uh, you're right. Hey, well, hey, well, sports, you're right. Well, be, here, here's, the, here's the truthful one part of this, though. You haven't beaten Dak like in how long? How long have you beat? How long has it been since you beat Dak? 19? Something like that? Every time Jalen stepped on the field for him, he got afraid or something. I don't know. Seahawks versus Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Sills <laughs> make that bet. How about how about Odell Beckham to Seattle? Dude, that put that kid Walker they got in the backfield too. How about putting Odell Beckham in Seattle? See, to me, I think the place makes more sense is Kansas City. Okay, I think it makes more sense Kansas City than it does Dallas. OBJ will not be ready. Is that right? Yo, hey, 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 Niners. How about how about Odell Beckham to San Francisco? Oh my God. Odell Beckham signs with the 49ers. Then you've got him, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, Kittle, Jimmy Crump. Dude, I want to go to San Francisco. If I were if I were Odell Beckham. I think if San Francisco had a better record, he'd probably go there. Because they can't have any missteps. You see, a team like the Eagles can have a misstep against Washington, and it's not really going to affect anything. They can't have too many of them, but they've built up enough equity where they can have a slip-up. Everybody has a slip-up. And they had a slip-up, the Eagles. Okay, so what happens? Everyone loses a game. Right, every every everybody loses. 
So it happens. You imagine putting Odell Beckham in San Francisco's offense with Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> Kittle and man, that would be I, I I'd like to see how that thing would, would look. Can you imagine Kyle Shanahan running those jet sweeps with all that? I I don't know, man. You what kind of health is Odell Beckham gonna have too? Sills, he won't be the same. I promise that. Ugh, I'm, 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 I'm kind of believing what you are. Fly's right. He did tear the ACL in the Super Bowl. It's a big injury, dude. He won't be ready. I have to believe you're right. I do. Okay, I do. I do. I do believe that. Joseph, wishing you and your family a happy holiday. Show still sucks. Joseph, thank you. And to you and your family, I mean it. You have been really great. And I thank you very much. And it's an honor to have you here. All of you, actually. Yes, JM, even you. <laughs> hey, sports, yes, even you. <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> hey, hey, by the way, Joseph, just so you know, Wishing you and your family a happy uh, holiday. Show still sucks. This is from Xander here to you with a lot of love. Hey, Joseph, your comments suck. Happy holidays. <laughs> oh, Kevin, yes, Dan, we love to hate you at times. That's okay. Oh, by the way, may I make one? Hold on. May I make one PSL here? Okay. Angelo. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And Angelo, you got my text. I know you watch. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I listen every morning now. I laugh my ass off. Some get you, some don't. Have a great retirement in your time once you put down the golden mic. You're a friend and you've been one for a long time. After you leave WIP, I'm sure we'll have you on a bunch of times. Thank you very much. It's very, very kind to you to send that text message to me and my family. Thank you. It means a lot. Don't worry, Angelo. I'll take care of him for you. <laughs> Angie! I'll take care of him for you. Don't worry. I got your back. <laughs> Is that an iPhone 3? <laughs> hey, Jeff. Seriously, dog. Really? You're asking Big Sills that? I have no idea what it is. It's a phone. <laughs> Angelo is sports talk Philly legend. Yeah. Sills, I'm still working. Crowds to make. He got off the bus t-shirts. <laughs> oh. Henderson is in talks with <laughs> Oh, don't worry Eagle fans, we beat up your bu <laughs> your bully. I'm assuming Dak for you. Dan, I'm uh, Dan, I'm, I, I love the shirts. I love the shirt idea too. By the way, week 12 NFL, we'll do that at the top. We surely will. We'll do a little Thanksgiving too, man. 
at the top of the hour. Oh, by the way, don't forget our special that we're going to have on. We'll bring it up again in hour number three. And I will be eating on the air. So, you know, my, my big sills, turkey day leftovers. I will be eating on the air as we're doing our marathon. You know the old Jerry Lewis Labor Day telethon? We're going to be doing the Big Sills Marathon on Friday. From 12 Eastern to 6 o'clock Eastern time. On Friday, Craig Carton's already agreed to show up. Phil Sims has agreed to show up. Philly 500 is going to step in with us. We are trying to land... um, Oh, who else? We have someone else joining us too. Nate Burleson. We're working on getting him on. He's trying to find some free time for us as well. You know, I haven't had Nate on the program and like, I don't think I've, since I've started this, right, Xander? I don't think we've, I don't, I don't think we've had him on since we've, we've, we've start, opened the show here. Sills, why does the national media hate the Eagles? All we do is win. You, you know why, Herman? Hernan, you know why they hate the Eagles? Because you guys have an attitude like me. They hate in your face. They want you to be humble. They want you to be subservient. They want you to kiss the ass of the Cowboys or the Giants. You ever know, have you ever seen, uh, you bring a great point up, Hernan. I've never seen a nine and one team more disrespected in my life than the Philadelphia Eagles. I kid around with you, but all kidding aside, I've never seen anything like it. Can you imagine if the Dallas Cowboys were nine and one? Holy shit. They'd have a, they'd have a victory parade already. The Dallas Cowboys would be, it would, it would, it would be over the top. If the Cowboys were doing what the Eagles were doing, it would be wall-to-wall coverage. They hate your arrogance. They hate your fans, which I don't get. They hate your bravado. I love it. You see, here, here, here's something though, too, guys. You know why they don't like Philadelphia sports fans? Because they don't get you. Dude, how many times? Hey, hey. Hey, sports, honest to God, how many times do you and I or everybody here go back and forth and silly, oh, you're the biggest ass pipe going. Two days later, we'll have a common, a common thing that we land on and hit on and we agree on and we go back and forth. Nobody's taking anything personal. You know why sports doesn't take it personal or I take it personal? We're here every day with each other. That's when I know you get it. You don't have to like me. JM too. You guys don't have to like me. I just want you to listen to me. That's all I'm after. Liking me? Who am I, A-Rod? A-Rod's the guy that worries about it. Oh, do you think that guy likes me? Do you think he likes me? Do you think Ben said, do you think this, do you think this guy likes I don't care. <laughs> You're never going to, when you start worrying about that, you change yourself big time and your show. When you worry about what people like you or not. The only thing that changes is you. 
I did that forever. I tried to make people like me all the time on the show. Before I noticed that, I went like this. My wife goes, that show sucked. I go, why? She goes, who are you talking to now? You're like this snow cup cupcake. <laughs> and I'm going like, what? <laughs> oh, it's a signature show. <laughs> oh, okay. See, yeah, these Krauses are pretty smart, man. They know how to put the cheese in front of cells. Yeah, they do this. These Krause guys, junior and senior. Yeah, Joe, no, that Joe and Junior, it's it's wearing off on Junior now. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sills, how about using your platform to advocate? Uh, 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 sorry, dude. Um, I thought you were going to talk to me about hamburgers. I don't know. <laughs> I respect your opinion, Dan. I think you respect ours. I totally respect yours, Ray. Of course I do. Ray, honestly, when I ignore you, are you going to cry, Sills? Jeff, that is so Philly right there. <laughs> that's, that's a Xander burner. <laughs> you see Jeff there? That's a Xander burner account. <laughs> Look at 85. Holy cow. Sills is the hail Philly needs. <laughs> because Angie's leaving. Oh, my God. Eagles are the best, best fan base. Amen. 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 I'll tell you this. Guys, I'm going to take a time out here. But I'm going to say something without getting too gushy, Kirsten. I know you guys are just like my family and Xander because you don't like compliments. Can I tell you, look, the people in Philly would rather have you talk shit to them than compliment them. Hey, man, you're really great. Shut up. Hey. What'd you say about Jalen? Hey, look, I think he, I think you and your fan base. Shut up, Silio. Jesus Christ, what do you want a bib? <laughs> Jesus, man, oh man, this guy needs a, this guy needs a banky. Yeah, I keep you. Hey, wait, wait, wait a minute, Blake. So, what amuses you about me? Blake, what seriously? What 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 amuses you? What 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 do I do that amuses you? Well, I'm funny. I make you laugh. Yo yo yo, Anthony Xander. He's a big boy. He knows what he said. What what what? What the fuck makes it so funny? What is it that I make you laugh? <laughs> what is it? Huh, Blake? <laughs> uh, get the <laughs> hour number three. Hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Since 1977 at Rafferty Subaru, we have always been about our customers and the community. 
Early on, a safe and durable option, we've evolved to become the best overall brand according to Kelly Blue Book. Over the last 14 years, we've donated thousands of dollars through the Subaru Share the Love event and found homes for hundreds of pets. The Rafferty family is proud of our 45 years in business. This month, celebrate our anniversary with special financing on select models. Visit us and see why. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi everybody, my name is Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at DryTech. At DryTech we offer three major services. The first one being basement waterproofing. The second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs. And then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online. National Football Show, hour number three. Getting yourself ready for Turkey Turkey Christmas, Turkey Eve. Some good football games. We're going to talk about those games here in a second. By the way, I'm expecting for um, the Christmas holidays. I know that Jason Kelsey and uh, Jordan Mulata and one other guy is releasing a Christmas album. I hear Howie Roseman is going to be releasing a new Christmas album. I did it my way. <laughs> He's going to be singing great Sinatra tunes. I did it my way. Yeah. Right? This guy here, man, he's going to be singing it, right? He's going to be, he's going to be singing all your, your, your favorite Christmas uh, specials. I'm the guy. Can you see how he putting a Christmas album together? All of your favorites. I'm the man. I'm the man. Jack the knife. I'm the man. I did it my way. <laughs> I'm the king. I'm the king. These are fa- these are fan favorites in Philly. I'm the king. I did it my way. 
I'm the man. Mac the knife. <laughs> okay. Right? <laughs> right? Oh, Philly. I own Philly. <laughs> Your favorites. I own Philly. I did it my way. Mac the knife. I'm the king. Nobody does it better. <laughs> These are just classic kits. Make sure you get it ordered on Amazon. Howie in his Christmas special. To all the Eagle fans out there, it's a one of a kind. Starring Howie Roseman. Music also contributed by Lady Gaga. <laughs> oh my God. Him and Lady Gaga came up with these fabulous hits. Is Howie singing? Are you crazy? Of course he's singing. You know? And if the song sucks, he'll blame it on the songwriter. <laughs> it's like he blames it on the coach. When the coach loses, it's on him. When they win, it's me. <laughs> yeah. Gee, who else does that? Doesn't Donald Trump do that? All the candidates who did not back China. Excuse me, Mr. President. It's China. No, that's what I said. China. All these candidates. China. No, no, sir. It's it's China. <laughs> no, no, I, that's what I'm saying. China. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, if they lose, it's their fault. If they win, it's I, I get all the credit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, hey, by the way, Howie Roseman not only does Christmas parties, but he does bar mitzvahs. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. By the way, you know what's really cool? High school football on Turkey Day. I love high school football on Turkey Day. One of my favorite things. Do you know how many great high school? I don't, hey, I don't know what it's like in Philly. Okay. 85 goes, Dan, your honest take on how he is a GM. He's really good at what he does. I don't mind his ego. It, it, it's a way to kind of bash him a little bit. But I don't care. Dude, you're eight and one. You've won a Super Bowl. And plus, he's he's a better GM. Hey, 85, Howie, all kidding aside, he's a better GM since he's been put in the broom closet. He's been a better GM. I think he's listened more. I think he's better at listening to more evaluating talent around him that people give him a better insight. You're not gonna, I think you're not gonna see as many Justin Jefferson F-ups. I think he listens better. I still don't think he's a, much of a talent evaluator, but if he recognizes that, that'll be an asset for you guys. He's great at mixing deals. He's great at it. The Delco Turkey Bowl, that's a high school uh, bowl game in the um, Philly area. I'd love, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do some research on it. I'll do some research on that. Because I love high school football. Because I pl I played in Connecticut high school uh, Turkey Day every year of my life. I played against Fairfield Prep, and it'd be these two Catholic schools going back and forth, and we'd have like eighteen thousand, twenty thousand fans in the stands for these games. They were just packed. 
and and mud puddles. Yeah, man, freezing our baguettes off. I think he's I, I I to finish up on Howie. I think he really has become a better general manager. Now he's going to wave the Howie flag, and let you know it too. But it's all right. I mean, as long as you're winning. Is De La Salle still awesome in California? They are. That's that's Northern California. I actually get this, man. I went to a game with John Madden and watched De La Salle play. I, that was when they were going through that unbeaten streak back in the day. Seals, where did you play high school football? I played it in a place called the Epsiac. Uh, it's in Connecticut. I played high school football against Steve Young. Uh, he was at Greenwich High School. And I had three or four professional football players on my high school team. I played at Stanford Catholic. Um, we played like, right. I, I think there's like five or six pros from our conference today in the NFL. That defensive end kid, Allen, is from F, from the FCA. He's from New Canaan. There's a bunch of kids. Uh, Dwight Freeney played in our conference. We've had a bunch of – Bill Romanowski played in our conference. That's some really great, great – I played against some really great football players. Um, yeah, Steve Young, man, he was he was at Greenwich, and I played against him for two years. Get Steve Young on the show, working on it. I've texted him a couple times. Funny, I played high school ball against him and pro ball against him. I never played college ball against him. He was at BYU. Let's talk college. Dion of Miami, think about it. Nah, I'm good with Mario. Um, I think Dion to Auburn would be good, but I think Lane Kiffin's going to get that job. Sills, so Hurts beats Rodgers. What will be the excuse? You got to beat him first. What excuse? Yeah, Niners, right? I played against Steve Young in high school. To all Jacob Media family, happy Thanksgiving, fellas. You guys are the best. Miguel, that's so kind of you. Thank you. It's an honor to have you guys. Hey, I've always done this my entire time on the I've been on here 33 years now. Hey, 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 Joseph. Big Sills' show has sucked for 33 years. <laughs> Big Sills' show has sucked 33 years. So yeah, I always tell people, man, hey, without you, man, I don't get to do shit. Dan, I'm originally from Viejo. I don't remember you out in the Bay. I remember Tony Bruno, though. Oh, I, I started at KMBR 85. And I'm going to tell you flat out, you know who got me the job? Sorry, Sills, but Dion to Miami would do wonders for the school. Not, not happening. 85. So this is how I got the job. I was at KGO. I'll get to week 12. I was at KGO with Joe Starkey and a guy named um, Jim Dunbar and Rosie. They had this very successful. You know who Jim Dunbar is? This is the guy that Zodiac called. The Zodiac murderer. And I'm doing updates. I, I give my dat back then. It was a dat. I gave it to uh, Ken Berry, the program director. I started doing stuff in Vegas. He heard me. He goes, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm looking for a job. 
he called me the next day and he goes, how'd you like to do updates for uh, Jim Dunbar and Rosie? And I went like this, what? And Mickey Lockoff goes, you're spectacular. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Mickey Lockoff, KGO was so enormous. It's news. It wasn't sports. And I said, okay. So I started doing updates. And then Bob Agnew called me at KMBR. And he goes, hey, why don't you come over? So I started doing that. And Bob Agnew was a, just a tool bag PD, but he taught me a lot. And he used to holler at me all the time. You don't know shit, Silio. Oh, my God, man. I can't tell you how many times. I showed up stoned or drunk or whatever, man. Back in the day, it was just terrible. And so Agnew goes like this. I get out there. One day, Rich Herrera, this guy, he's, he, um, he's late to come on. And Bob Agnew walks in because I was doing updates. All right, Silio, you're on. I went on for three hours. And when that show was over with, John Madden called and said, this kid Silio is the real deal. I went down to Coach Madden's house in Blackhawk. I went for dinner, and he goes, I'm going to endorse you. I think you should have Sports Fund 68. And I said, what? He goes, yeah, they're looking to replace that guy. And I went, sure enough, I walked in, and this guy, Tony Salvador, was the GM of the place. And um, Bob Agnew, the program director, goes, we want to offer you Sports Phone. It was my first gigantic gig. I'm in a number five market at the time, San Francisco, on one of the biggest stations in the country. And they gave me Sports Phone 68. By the time I was done with Sports Phone 68, a million people were listening to my show. And I had taken over for Pharrell because Pharrell left for on the bench on Westwood One. It was one of the first syndicated shows. And Scott Pharrell was also part of me getting that job. And so I got that gig and... I then they opened up uh, the mighty or what was that thing called 1050 the ticket 1050 big mistake I shouldn't have took it but I've made a lot of mistakes and um, I, I I did the Raiders the Raiders hired me to do the pre and post game show um, I did the Giants pre and post game show for like ever the San Francisco Giants it was a really great experience in San Francisco Bay Area sports back then I had Gary Radnich. 85, do you remember Gary Radnich? We used to have, so Rush Limbaugh walks in. Hey, Silio, how you doing? Gabe Hobbs said hi. He's my agent. and I've worked for him forever. And so um, when I finally went to work for, um, then it was Clear Channel. They sent me down to Rush for a week to South Florida. He used to have his studio in his house. And so I'm there with Rush Limbaugh, Mr. Snurdly, for a week. I'm taking notes. And Rush Limbaugh is showing me. And he, he, he would give me sheets like this, Rush Limbaugh. And he would go like this. I want you to read this. So I read it. And he goes, now listen to me read it. And I was like, I don't know shit about radio. He goes, Exactly. It's delivery. It's not the content. It's the delivery. The content is meaningless without the delivery. And I never forgot that. Most of the guys in Philly, they take the content and they content is the king. The deliverer is the key to this. 
That's why Angelo's the best. The content's irrelevant without the deliverer. Okay? Russia's delivery, whether you his politics is, is irrelevant. That's what he's telling you. Now, GT, Jesus Criminy, I do that because I don't want to take the Lord's name in vain. Okay. I knew Limbaugh very well. I know Sean very well too, Hannity. Hannity's got not quite the delivery that Rush did, but Limbaugh. See, Limbaugh can get away with saying magic Negro when he's talking about Barack Obama. You know why he can get away with it? Because he has 97 million followers or listeners every week, and he makes $100 million a year. <laughs> you know how many people today, you could never say those things like that and get away with that and saying, saying stuff. Action. They would freak out. I don't think it's the different different guy completely today than he was you know why because it's more profitable to be a liberal than it is to be a conservative he's not that way because of any other reason other than that by the way i see our internet's going in and out here so hopefully it comes back here in a second or we may have to take a time out i want to get in to week 11 um national football league hopefully that thing comes back here a little bit same with trump um, Aaron Rodgers, broken thumb. That's played a factor. I agree. Walter, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Okay, you're a little fuzzy. I think it's going to come back here on us a little bit, guys. Hang in there a little bit. I believe we're going to be okay. Trump's about to burn the GOP down. I'll tell you what I can't wait for. I can't wait for the arm wrestling match between him and DeSantis, though. <laughs> I, I want to see that. I want to see that on... Best thing that could ever happen to the Democrats is those two guys arm wrestling. Okay. Hey, Sills, Philly or Seattle? For what? Seattle's got pretty good seafood. Do you think Green Bay sucks? Um, uh, hey, just remember when you go to Green Bay, you've got to go to Appleton and you've got to stay in Appleton and you got to go through Appleton to get to Lambeau. It's quite a hike to get there. You look better when it's blurry. Thank you, Joseph. <laughs> um, I like I like not shit show chaos. I'm with you. I like to know who I'm working with every day. You know, gee, is that the good Dan or the bad Dan or the bad Dan or the good Dan? You know what I mean? I hate that guy. I'm with you guys. The city is deteriorating fast. There was a few-year gap for me and Fisherman's Wharf, a lot of worse now. It's sad because of Skyline. Vlad, San Francisco is one of the greatest cities I've ever lived in. It is one of the best areas of the United States. It is beautiful. It is beautiful there. Can't afford to live there. Do you know what's – do you know right now it costs more to live in San Francisco than Hawaii? It costs more money to live in Frisco now than in a Just shows you there. Um, Marin County. That's where Brady is. Marin County. Okay? Brady's from Marin. 
Please hit the like button, guys. I got a Heisman race, too. I see the internet's going in here a little. Apologized for it. Um, hopefully, it comes back here a little bit. Xander, we may have to take a timeout. We'll give it a little bit. Bums on the streets. I saw stuff, too. Doesn't shock me a heck. I live in an apartment an hour away from Cisco, and it's $300 for Dude, it is really expensive to live in California. My aunt can't wait until I um, my daughter graduates here. See if we can get back snow. I man, it's Cali. Let's see if fix this. Appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Let's take a time out and let's reset this here. We appreciate you here with us on this Thanksgiving Eve. Keep it here on the football show. Don't wait until after Thanksgiving for leftovers. It's the new leftover sales event at Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Jeff must get rid of hundreds of new 2022 vehicles on the lot. Rams, Grand Cherokees, Wranglers, Jeff has them all for less. Jeff has reduced prices and payments to the lowest they've been all year. And Jeff knocks down high interest rates, save thousands more than anywhere else. Plus, get more for any trade or lease return. You always win at Jeff's great selection, best price. Hurry in now. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Black Friday sales event. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. University, our graduates are among the most highly trained in their profession because of our unique emphasis on research, interprofessional collaboration, and early clinical exposure. Learn more about our programs at salis.edu.
football's having a little problem here with our internet here. So we're able to um, have it come back here, but uh, right now we're struggling a little bit here. So we appreciate everybody hanging in there with us. I don't know even if the audio's working now here a little bit, but I could see that we're having a little issue here. So I'll just read a little bit here until we come back here. Um, Vlad said, I'm moving up. I kind of get back into a little bit here what we're going to see this weekend and some of these Thursday games and here. So again, a couple minutes here. And we'll see if this ends up coming back here. So hopefully we're able to. Sills, you look like these TV show. Big Sills always like to show this is telling like it really is when you have them down, keep them down. Also, hey, well, William, no, it's not anything about keeping anybody down. It, it it it's it's that there's football left to play. You know we have so much left to play here. I do like these big games. Um, Buffalo at Detroit. I think it's going to be a very interesting ball game. I think Buffalo now for the second week in a row you're in Detroit. Um, yeah, man. I I, I I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I don't know why it's staying like this. Um, Giants and Cowboys is probably going to be the game of the day here, the Thursday games. So, um, yeah, I, I, I would say Dallas wins this. It's in Dallas. So, um, I would say probably so that you would end up saying that the Cowboys are going to end up winning this ball game here. But, um, let's see if we do something here. Let's try something. Yeah, Xander, I don't know what to do. I mean, I I don't see I don't I don't know if the audio is good or not right now, but um yeah, I it's 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 there's it's something down right now. Keep plugging. Okay. All right. So I got bu- bu- Buffalo and Detroit. Buffalo this ball game. I got the Cowboys over the Giants. New England, Minnesota. I'm going to Minnesota. Minnesota uh, comes back and they end up winning this game. All right, let's take a look at this weekend. The way we'll do more of this on Friday on the show too. Okay, is it is. Cowboy talk done. If the Giants beat the Cowboys, KC, that's a good point. No, Cowboy talk is never done because the networks don't allow it. You know that as well as I do. Look how many games out the Cowboys are to the Eagles right now, and everyone's making it seem like that Christmas Eve game is still going to matter for the winner of the NFC East. I don't think it's. I, I don't. I just don't think it is. Week 12 games, Atlanta at Washington. So am I right when I say Washington, if they win this game, they're 7-5 on the season? Wow. Hey, do you start giving Rivera kudos for being NFL Coach of the Year? Would that shit show right now in, in, in Washington with the owner? How could you not sit here and like this? 
Look at the job that Ron Rivera has done. Comes to coach of the year. Ron's got to be considered, man. What a great job of coaching by Rivera. Okay, good. Okay, good. You guys can still hear us. That's cool. It's kind of radio-ish in a way until it comes back. Hopefully it Baltimore, Jacksonville, it's been a tough year for Doug Peterson. And I got to agree with you guys on one thing. I'll tell you what, man, Trevor Lawrence, has gotta, he's got to play. He's just got to play better. They've got to figure out if he is really the guy. I think he's a very talented kid. But you have got to figure out whether or not he is really the guy or not. I mean, I mean, you've got to find out. Chicago at the Jets. So I haven't really talked about this. So they benched. What did you move from Zach Wilson now? Do you move on from him? Uh Justin Fields is getting better. Zach is not. So, I mean, Chicago, I think they win this ball game. I'm not going to give predictions here until Friday, but I would say this to you. A quarter to make in New, in New York right now. Oh, Doug, that guy ain't the guy, dude. Cincinnati at Tennessee. Tennessee is a good football team, and they're 7-3. and three. This is a big game here this week. Bengals win this game to keep pace with what's going on with the Ravens. And Tennessee's sitting in the three-hole right now. Denver at Carolina. Who would have ever thought? Who would have ever thought that Russell Wilson would be finished how many people think Russell Wilson's finished? <laughs> Joseph, thank you. How many people think Russell Wilson's finished? You guys think Wilson's finished? Xander was the first guy. I ripped him a new one, too. I told Xander this. I go, oh, he hurt his hand. He's not bad. Don't worry about it. This guy's a good player. Xander's like, do you really think he's the guy? Hey, Howie made a call for him. Or do you think it's really Nathaniel Hackett? Man, I've never seen a guy fall off the planet like I have with, with, with Russell Wilson. I've never seen it like this before. Have you? Can, can you remember a quarterback that just did a nosedive the next year and all of a sudden he's, he's like toast? Houston at Miami. Can I, hey, is it fair to say, come on, Tua's had a more impressive year than Jalen. You didn't expect anything from Tua. Now, Jalen's a second rounder, though. Jalen's a second, let's take a look at that. Who's the better pro quarterback? Jalen or Tua? If you had to have your football team, Tua's got a lot of weapons, though. Jalen does, too. And we're going to find out even more so, I think, over the next couple weeks. 
the loss of Dallas Goddard. Wentz fell off the map. That's a good one, Kevin. He did, didn't he? Sports is right. Jalen, see, look at this. Watch this. That's a great way to evaluate it. Way to go, dude. I'll take, Philly says I'll take Jalen. Let's see. Accuracy. That's, that's Tua. Health. That's Hurts. Arm strength. I think that's Hurts. Mobility. In the pocket, out of the pocket. That's Hurts. What is another one? Leadership. I think they both are pretty good. But if I had to pick a guy, I'd pick Jalen. So I I, I would say, and by, and by the way, I don't think two was far off. Like, He's far off in health. Jalen's way healthier. Accuracy, um, Tua is by far more accurate. Mobility, Hurts is by far more mobile. Leadership, I think I think Tua's pretty good, but not this. So then I think you have to take the conversation. Then I think you have to take the conversation over here and go like this. Who needs more around him? to win games. Didn't he show you a little bit here in that Indianapolis game? And again, guys, I was never banging on the quarterback's play against the Colts. I thought it was the shit bad coaching he got on offense. It was never, never about the coaching staff. Um, Who needs more around him? Well, I think Jalen needs a lot around him too. He's not by far more he is by far more accurate. By far more. Um, but Jalen, as we've been saying, is more complete. Hertz is more dynamic and smarter. You know one thing that I've come to understand and appreciate with Jalen compared to Josh Allen? Jalen's not going to take you know, you know where he's got a lot of Russell Wilson in him? Early, Seattle Russell Wilson. Um, bro, that guy has got two wide receivers that are on pace for 1,500 yards. He, you, You're lucky to have one. Jalen's not getting to 4K. He's not. You got two wide receivers that are going to go north of 1,500 yards in Miami. (laughs) He doesn't take hits. He doesn't take hits like like, uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen, is he takes hits like he's Andrew Luck. 
right? Yeah, I think he turns the ball over because I think Dorsey has to. Yeah, four. Okay, sure. sure. <laughs> it won't be Devontae's help. Guy's on pace for 900 yards. Same year as his rookie year. Hurts is harder to game plan. 17. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Jalen would have three guys over 1K if Dallas didn't get hurt. Devontae Smith would never see 1,000 yards. Devonta, I'll make a prediction to you. Devontae Smith will never see 1,000 yards in his career in Philly. Hurts can beat you in many ways. Jalen's better. He's not a better passer, but he's more complete. Stupid game plans. <laughs> hey, sports, that probably plays into Devontae's numbers. The stupid game. The stupid game plans. Smith cracks a thousand this year. All right. Well, because of the greatness that he's been going the last five weeks, he's been, hey, dude, not that he's been terrible. His numbers are terrible. His numbers are terrible the last six weeks. At five. Terrible. Smitty will get a thousand this year. Let's see. Smitty. <laughs> Let's see. Smitty. How many catches has he got in the last month? Let's take a look at that. Devontae Smith numbers. Let's take a look what he's got here. Devontae Smith stats. Okay. Last two weeks, he's got 12 catches. Two weeks before that, he's got seven. So there's 19. 19 in a month. Yeah. So in the last month, he's got 19. Here's his stats in the last month. And you think he's a 1,000-yard receiver? 78. Not bad. 39. That's 117 in two weeks. 22. 139. 23. 12. 162. Then 44. And the last month, here is, here is Devontae Smith's numbers in the last month. 19 catches for 206 in the last four weeks. You think that guy's getting 1,000 yards? Oh, here's to you. He's got 19 catches in a month. Jalen Waddle gets 19 catches in a game. I didn't say that I wouldn't have, I didn't say that he's not a good player. I think it's the shitty game plan somebody was talking about. Hurts is the ultimate weapon. That's cool and all, but 
He's not act like AJ, not 559 yards receiving. He would need some big games. He, he would need games. He'd have to have a couple 200 yard games in there. I think he's got 12th most receptions in the league. Yeah. That's he's got, he's 12th in the league in receptions. And they're throwing those little dump out passes to him. Five yards, four yards, six yards. Those are stupid. Dude, he's not a slot receiver. Yeah, they're all those curl routes and those turn-in routes and those wheel routes. That's all they are. They're, they're, they're not deep threat routes. They don't throw the ball deep. They don't like high turnover plays. You know, this is, but again, Jalen Hurts is playing Tom Brady ball. You know the no-risk-it-no-biscuit offense? That's not in Philly. And by the way, how many how many receptions does Quez Watkins have? Let's see. Quez Watkins stats. Quez Watkins has 19 catches for the season. 19 catches? Where's that guy been? So basically, you threw the ball to two dudes. And one guy, you kept throwing two-yard passes to. Jalen Hurts has... He's, he's got a pretty good number when it comes to catches. Those, that's not bad, but I mean... The production sucks. Randall seems like a Devontae. No way. No way. No way. He's better. No way. If I had to make a comparison to what kind of talent I think Devontae Smith can be, and I say say this, and he has to fill in the numbers, I would say that – I think he's a lot like Marvin Harrison. I think he's that kind of Marvin Harrison guy. Okay? I think he's got the ability to be that. And I do believe if I had him in a different offense with a different signal caller, or if he was with Kyle Shanahan, I think Kyle Shanahan would figure a way to get him the football more. Hey, Seals Packers winning on Sunday. No. It'll it'll be an interesting ball game, though. No. Green Bay's not winning that game. We throw 25 times a game, so it's going to be hard for Smith to get 1,000. Completely. And now, Ray, here's something else. Now that you're limiting the touches to Miles Sanders in the running game, to me, that's a problem. Okay, I think that's a problem because now you're asking Jalen to run the ball more. Your best running back right now, unfortunately, is your quarterback. Harrison's a Hall of Famer. I said he's got to fill in the numbers, but I think as a skill set player, he kind of reminds he's not big like Reggie. I mean, Reggie Wayne. He's not big like that. 
Okay. Tampa Bay versus Cleveland. Tom Brady, baby. You know Tom Brady's on pace to break the all-time attempts and completion numbers this year. Brady's done. He's got two picks on the season. Tom Brady's done? Really? Bucks keep rolling. I do like the all-black uniforms and the black helmets. I do. I saw those Eagle helmets, man. Pretty dope. You know what I would have did, though? I might have put the silver pants on it. Instead of the all-black uniforms on Sunday, you know them old-school silver pants? I might have put that silver that silver pants on that, that black, that black uh, uniform. Can you see the black helmets, black shirts? And or black jerseys and silver pants. I like to have seen the silver pants on that. I think that'll look good instead of the all black. Yeah, that flat black, right? Two one five. Brady will be slinging balls till he's <laughs> dude. Hey Brady, hey Vlad, Brady's gonna come out of a walker and he's gonna be throwing footballs like that. We should trade our top five pick for Seattle's first and third. He may do that, especially if Will Anderson gets taken off the board. Dan, the best silver was the Lions silver. Yeah, that's a good silver. It is. I liked wearing that uniform. They blew, but I liked wearing that uniform. I did. I liked wearing that thing. I got paid pretty good with them guys, too. But, boy, I'll tell you what. Hey, man, I think I still have that. Look at how much the taxes. So the Lions gave me a paycheck. This is an old-school paycheck. Let me see. Oh, it's some bonus I made. It's a $10,000 bonus I made for them. See it? Let's see. See it? 92. I didn't realize I didn't I didn't realize it was a bonus. It must have been a roster bonus or some shit. I don't know. Look how much they took out of it. FICA. $765. Yeah, but watch this. You see those little other things that they didn't fill in up there? Look at what it says. Pontiac tax, Detroit tax, state tax. They didn't put that on there. Look at the taxes you have to pay on this 10 grand. There's a state tax, a Pontiac tax, and a Detroit tax. So you're getting like triple, triple whacked. Then the government comes in and takes his piece off you. That's probably worth 30K today. Yeah. That's probably right. It's probably like, yeah, probably value of 30. Yeah, 92, 30,000. That's probably a $30,000 value for a roster. Yeah, it sounds right too, right? If you make, for every week you, you're active, you get like a roster bonus. I think I got four of these things. So probably, not, hey, that's pretty crazy, right? Pretty closer to 50K, uh, Xander says. 
just for being active. You just get these like, dude, when I, I didn't even realize because my agent had put this into my contract and you get these checks in your, um, in your box. I'm like, what's this? He goes, it's your roster bonus. I'm like, what? He goes, oh yeah. You know, if you're active for a certain amount of weeks for every week, you get a check. <laughs> this is on top of your paycheck. Were you on Barry's team, Dan? I was. One of the nicest men. Hey, hey, Ray, I've told this story a couple times. I'll finish up here in a second. I've told this story a couple times. I had this cheap-ass watch on. I must have paid 200 bucks for it, okay? Okay, today, 200 bucks. I don't know. Maybe it was $1,000 today or whatever. So I bought this watch. I really liked it. I'm wearing it. Sanders and I is the most approachable man you ever have been around. One of the nicest people you could ever be around. I so loved Barry Sanders. I mean it. Unbelievable. Went to dinner numerous times. Just drove an Acura legend. Had no money on him. And he made $7 million a year. He looked at the watch. He goes, hey, that's a really nice watch you got. I said, yeah, you like it? He goes, yeah. I go, how come you don't wear it? When he goes, oh, no, I don't. You know, I live on $30,000 a year, and I put the rest of my money away. I said, well, this is a pretty inexpensive watch. Here. I he goes, oh, no, I could never. I go, Barry, this is okay. It's, all, it's a gift. He goes, how long have you had it? I go, I had a couple months. It's okay. I, it's not a big deal. Oh, I'll give you the money. I go, I don't want the money. I go, you sure? I go, I don't want the money. Here, take it. I took it off. I come back the next day and he takes me to dinner. This freaking incredible place in, in, in uh, Detroit. We go out to dinner, goes, get anything you want. I go back to my, um, my locker. Sure enough, man, there's sneakers from Nike and everything and sweatsuits and everything. And I go over to Barry. I go, Barry, I didn't do this for that. It's a watch. He goes, no, man, I just want you to know nobody gives me shit. And I went, well, wow, that's a shame. Here, you can have it. It's yours. And he he wore that watch, man. I saw him. He probably still wears that watch. He's a very humble man. Just a humble guy. Love him, man. Because he's a legend. Barry was the best. I dated a girl, Tommy. She danced with Sanders one time. Oh, I don't know if he can dance because he doesn't look like he's that kind of guy. <laughs> Dan, did you play with his backup, Rivers? He sounds amazing, too. I did. I started a bunch of games um, early on in the year for um, a couple were holding out. You know, I, you know, here's the one thing, though, about Barry versus Emmett. That was always a good conversation, but – if you're okay learning to live with his minus yardage and some of the plays that he has, you're 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 great with him. But Emmett's never going to have minus yards. You're never going to see Emmett Smith with minus yards. Barry, you're going to. Um, Chargers versus Arizona. So you gave Kyler Murray forty six million dollars to have a losing season and fire your coach. L.A. Rams, dude, how many points do the Chiefs put on the Rams this weekend, right? 
New Orleans at San Francisco. Jimmy G, baby. And then Green Bay, Philly, Sunday night football. Hey, I bet you anything they flex a Giants game. I bet you they flex the Giants game. I do. I bet you Emmett was. Yeah, one thing about Emmett. Emmett was so awesome in Escambia, in Pensacola, in the Florida region. I think he had like 13,000 yards rushing in, in, in high school. Then when he got to Florida, he, he had like 4,000 yards rushing in three years. And then he was the all-time leading rusher in NFL history. So you can never make the distinction, well, he was a late bloomer or an early achiever. Every. Every level Emmett Smith played football on, he was one of the greatest runners in the history of football. He's one of the greatest high school football players of all time. You know that, remember that Sports Sports Illustrated thing they used to have with faces in the crowd? Emmett would have his face back there. I, I always, I never got to that, but I always wanted to be on that faces in the crowd, the back of the Sports Illustrated, you know? Every year I would, Emmett's on there four or five times. Uh, here's Emmett Smith with 700 yards rushing. I'm like, what? Yeah, 10 touchdowns and 700 yards rushing, and you're going like. Emmett, Emmett, Emmett wasn't as flashy, though, Philly, as Barry. Barry was just. Barry would go like this. One yard, minus yards. Minus five. Minus 10. 74. You know what I mean? Minus two. Minus three. 57 yards. Minus one, minus nine. My wife lost Barry. Um, 78 yards. And here's Emmett. Five yards, nine yards, 10 yards, eight yards, two yards. You look up, he's got 25 carries at 150 yards. And you're like, I've never been around a player more so like that with Barry with Emmett Smith. You look up at the end of the game, he's got 162 yards rushing on 28 carries. And you're like, how'd that go? He's, he just wasn't spectacular. But he put up those amazing numbers, man. Hey, guys, don't forget, on Friday, we will have our marathon from 12 noon until 6 o'clock Eastern. We are going to have our big sales tournament. So please join me. Craig Carton's going to join us. Phil Sims going to join us. Philly 500. Numerous other people are going to step in with us, and we so appreciate it. By the way, I kid you guys a lot. We have a lot of fun here. We go back and forth. We, we jaw at each other a lot. But I want to tell you thank you very much for you guys joining me and making our show so what it is. God bless you guys, and happy Thanksgiving. Um, I will see you on Friday. God bless every one of you. Xander, you too, my friend. Till Friday, noon. I'll see you there. Have a great turkey day, and we'll see you on the flip side. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.